This morning's sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning. Is this broken again? The microphone is broken. Sounds like it. Good morning, everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's the Brent and Brady Show. That's fine. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Why is that breaking? Happy Friday morning, everybody. Happy wow. morning, everyone. Hello, Friday. It's 545. <laughs> Who's sabotaging that microphone on a daily basis? Did you basis? tap? No, Did you tap before? There you tap. go. Well, because I was talking to you. Got to tap it. <laughs> you, two, you two have to go, hey, you haven't tapped. Tap that app. Tap it. Well, here we go. We'll try this again. Uh, this one works. We have to just get in an awkward position to use it. Let me just use this one. It's Toledo's mic. How come Toledo's mic doesn't shut off? <laughs> Jesus, that would be nice. Uh, it is uh, It is the morning sickness. I hope you're well. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Uh, there's Big Dick Toledo off mic, which is fine by me. And uh, off we go for yet a beautiful Friday. Another one here in our glorious valley. I am, uh, I am still abuzz from last night. Brady, I don't know if you've seen this show. Brett, if you haven't, you're, you should do it. It's been around for a little bit, but I don't watch a lot of Animal Planet. Uh, no, I didn't. I used to watch a show years ago called I Survived, which was people who were either almost murdered or attacked by an animal or something, and then they tell the story. Brutal. This is called, oh, the, the title alone got me. I was prey. <laughs> and it's people just wandering around in certain situations. Uh, getting eaten by wildlife. Being stalked. Oh, stalked, eaten, fully eaten, and then living. So the first the first one I hit, and oh, it, it, I'm like, I'm my stomach hurt. It, it felt like I was working out. I'm sweating. They did such a good job of building. So this, uh, this there's this guide, and he's a, a forest guide. He was a troubled kid. You know, he's, he's like, uh, I was always a bad kid and was grew, growing up, so I was uh, kind of isolated from things and took on. This wildlife thing down in, uh, it was Zimbabwe, some river thing in Zimbabwe. And so he's like, and then I decided to join up and do safaris with this company for, uh, you know, tourists and stuff like that. So he's got this deal going. He starts telling his story. In Intermixed in his story is a second story. I Was Prey has two people that were prey telling their stories and then they intertwine them. Not together, but like they'll start one, like Brady will tell like the first third of his story and then they introduce you to the other story and then i would tell my first third and then we jump back to brady and then he continues his story then we jump back to me and i and then at the end we both talk about the finish so the first i was prey dudes in zimbabwe <laughs> oh yeah that's not the right mic i'm sorry i supposed to turn that off to sniff <laughs> and and uh, he's got this river thing so he's like uh, he's doing it and he said i felt invincible he goes uh, on these river tours you'll see elephants You'll see um, hippos, lions, gazelle, like all the stuff. And he said, and it's just part of the the fabric of the African plains. It's the 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 beauty of this this water national park reservoir. It's a beautiful thing, right? So he's like, so I started to do it. And he said, and then, but my family was always telling me, you got to get out of this. It's like this. Eventually, something's going to go wrong. Not necessarily with an animal, but whatever. So he quits for a little while. 
He's like, I didn't feel invincible anymore. I didn't feel like I could get through these things. If something did go wrong, I didn't have the heart. I was, I, I started to become afraid. It's like being a pro athlete. Once you're afraid of the game, it, that's when you get hurt. I said, so I started to become, so I quit. And he said, then I get a call from my friend Evans, because he's got that accent, Evans. Uh, Evans calls and says, uh, the other guy, supposed to be on the safari, can't make it. Got the 10 clients. Can you fill in? Can you fill in? And he said, oh. nah, all right. So he goes, before the fill-in, dude goes to the insurance. He said, I just didn't feel right. Not in my stomach. So I went and got extra insurance for life and loss of limb. What are you going to do? He goes, and I don't know why I did it, but I did it. Hops in there, talks to these two people who are from America. Now, this is the full American experience. These are Gil- Gilbert people that are oblivious. No offense, Brady, but oblivious <laughs> to the way the world works, and they think that nothing bad can happen to them. Uh, so they come on, and he's like, uh, have you done this before? And they said, yeah, we were on safari once, but we had to cut it short because hippos started to chase us. And got to the car, hit the car. I'm like, all right, well, you might see a couple. Why don't you ride with me? I know this river back in front. So the, the American tourists get in there, floating along, having a nice time. And uh, they see a pot of hippos over here. Elephant is in the water. It goes, starts moving at him. Like these, these giant tusks just come out of the water within a, like eight feet of us. Like, you don't even see the elephant because the water's kind of murky, but Submerged it's still it's kind, kind of, of head in. And he's like, he said, I knew he was there, but I didn't think he'd move. He moves. I'm like, oh, boy. And he said, so we're going. And he said, and then I see another uh, relatively large bunch of hippos. And he said, and I know the, the waterway, so I go around the shallow, and we could, walk up, we could walk out, go around this. We don't have to go through their section. And he said, so I'm sitting in this thing. Dude comes around. The Evans guy comes around in his canoe. And, and misses the turn. So now he's in deep water. And he said, and right then, when he sees him go in deep water, the water explodes. <laughs> and he said, I see Evans in the air and the canoe going a different direction. He said, a hippo launched itself from under the water and smashed his canoe. Ooh. Then they cut to the next story. Oh, girls, girls you're like, hanging. Oh, oh, this is amazing, a hippo attack. And then uh, this five-year-old girl... Uh, doesn't know where her mom is in this big cabin in Texas, and it's her brother's house. And there's three pit bulls, and uh, and she's out in the middle of nowhere. And she thought, well, my mom must be out feeding the horses. I'm going to go look for her. It's like early in the morning, right right after the sun comes up. She goes outside, hits the the patio, mom, and her dad's inside. Her brothers, and everybody's asleep. It's quiet, and she goes. She sees the horse stomping, like something's going on. She's like, the horse is acting weird. She's five. She doesn't know anything. And then she goes, and then something just hits me square in the back. Ton of bricks, pins me to the ground. I don't know what. Commercial. Oh, I'm sweating. Oh, I'm all over the place sweating. They come back. Give your dogs this healthy yeah, they, food. Exactly. It's like, yeah, it was crazy. So you get a couple of ads in there, and I'm like, oh, it's the best show of all time. So uh, just to tell the whole story to all of you, if you've seen it, I'm sorry. Just bear with me. Come back from the commercial. Dude goes, oh, I see Evans flying through the air. Hippo's up. I paddle over. He goes, Hippo is gone, submerged. He goes, there's Evans. He's just got saucers for eyes. He's scared to death. He goes, I reach into the water to try to pull him up. His hand comes out right before our fingers touch. (laughs) Water in between us blows up. Hippo's got him. Wham. The the guide, the dude, the the dude that was afraid. Evans is done. Halfed him. (laughs) Didn't even know it until later. So he gets there, and he goes, and this thing's got me and he goes and, and what we all know so what a lot of people don't know is that the tusks you see on a hippo were there they have like rows of inner tusks yeah and he said so i feel those just go 
and sink into him. And their bite, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's like 1,200 pounds. It's massive. Just, massive. He goes, my clients get up on yes, this rock. Right. He said, now these people have been chased by a hippo before, and now they're watching their only hope to get out of here in the hippo's mouth. And he goes, and this thing is pulling me under and laying down, like underwater. And he goes, I've got like, so I can hold my breath for a minute or two, and that's about it. But he goes, that's, I'm, and he said, I'm feeling the tusks are all the way through my left arm as a pulp. And he goes, and then he decides to just play. And he takes him and throws him in the air above the surface. He goes, luckily he did that because then I could breathe again. I get a, a thing of air, and he said, and as I spin and look down, the hippo's mouth is wide open. And he said, I'm landing in it. Goes in there and starts mashing him just because oh. I got him by the – he's got me by the pelvis. Boom, just mashing him, mashing him, mashing him. He goes, this is it. I'm done. Takes him under again. He goes, and for some reason, just open his mouth, and I get out. And he goes, I couldn't move. I couldn't swim. And he goes, I get almost to the rocks where the clients are, and wham, gets him again. This hippo is tearing this dude apart. So they he gets out. Evans is dead. They cut to the little girl. Oh, oh, I'm losing my mind. I'm like, Bastards. get the popcorn. Little girl, a black panther was on the roof of the cabin. She walks out. Mom, mom. Panther looks down. Goes, hops on this kid, plunges just all the, and just tears her, just her whole scalp comes up. All the oh. muscles from her forehead all the way back to her neck. Peels it. Gone. Peels her like a grape. Starts eating her. Uh, the pit bulls are chained to a tree because that's where the guy kept, like, long chains. So she, they're barking, losing their minds. This thing is just scratching and clawing this little five-year-old girl. She said, I was just – only thing my body kept telling me to do is keep my face down, cover my neck. And this thing is just sh- tearing her head off. Uh, and so – and uh, ate her that ear. That was smart. Oh, well. Yeah, it was just, the yeah, it's I a mean, survival not, move, yeah. right? So it starts eating her. And uh, so at the end, they do this. The, the one, the hippo guy loses his arm. The doctor was going to take both his legs. He goes, "Don't! I'm a fighter." So I'm a fighter. D- give me a chance. Leaves his legs, cuts one arm off, and then uh, the little girl takes this wig off. They took all of her back muscles and put them in her head, and then put uh, took skin from the back of her thighs and made a skull. It looks horrible. Oh. I could have done a better job with silly putty. I'm like, your doctors did a terrible Texas job on this. So she's got this wig, and she takes the wig off and show it is bad. And, uh, you know, this is like, she's like 30 now, I guess. I don't know. It's like a long time, and that's the best it's going to heal. So that goes on. Then they go back to the dude in South Africa, or in Africa, and he's like, uh, nah, got two kids, a beautiful wife, and I've been diagnosed with cancer. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Just end it. They just, no, this is a bad life. Yeah. And he's trying to sell me on he's all rosy and stuff. So I'm like, ah. Greatest night of TV ever. So I get up, I pee, I come back. The following television show features graphic no- uh, uh, animal attacks. I'm like, oh, oh, back to back. <laughs> Another episode of I Was Prey. Now, this next episode didn't have the color that the hippo attack and the Black Panther attack had. Now, they, and, Oh, and by the way, the pit bulls broke their chains and got to the Black Panther and chased her off. And we're laying with the little girl when they found her. They thought the pit bulls did it. So the that, so the, oh. the yeah Texas brings out uh, like you know all sort of like child protective services and uh, government officials to go. We're getting rid of these dogs while she's in an induced coma in the hospital. Hasn't been able to tell anybody it was a black panther. But luckily the dad was like these injuries weren't pit bull injuries. I mean there'd be blood all over there. Not the scalp is missing. Yeah, like and these dogs they like did not eat her scalp. So the, luckily the pit bulls are okay, and, and the one just nuzzled up and licked all the blood off her face. And so he was covered in blood. And I started to think, maybe she's just covering for the mean family dog. <laughs> Did it again, sorry. So then the next episode, 
the first guy uh, goes on and he's on a hike and gets attacked by a mountain lion. And they tell the first third of that. Oh, that's a pretty good story. I, this is good stuff. And then this other lady comes on and she's from uh, British Columbia or Vancouver. And she's like, I went out with my little one pound dog. She tells the story about how her family's so amazing. And I've got two kids and it's just me and the two kids and my little dog, Indy. And Indy is a one pound uh, terrier. And he had to pee in the middle of the night. So I just put a, a you know pair of sweatpants on and some flip flops and went out. It's cold, but it wasn't bad. She goes, it's like 5 in the morning. And she goes, and Indy immediately makes like a bark noise the second we walk outside. And she goes, and I see over in the corner just a, a big gray, like, and I'm like, ooh, wolf. She's going to get eaten by a wolf. This will be a good one. So then they cut away from her, and they go back to the guy getting attacked by the mountain lion. The mountain lion story is amazing. While the dude's stabbing the mountain lion with his knife, it folds up because it didn't have a lock on it, so it cuts his own finger. Yeah. I, I've seen I, that guy on yeah. I Survived before. So I, but I heard it again. So, uh, and then they, they added on to that story that the dude eventually, because he poked the mountain lion's eye out with his thumb, stabbed it in the head once, and they, you know, he gets away. And then he's like, two years later, because this was in addition to the story, they treed a mountain lion, tranked it, and he said, I think this is your guy. You want to come out? And he goes, sure. Comes out, and the mountain lion's in a tree. They hit it with a tranquilizer, and he said, it was weird. He said, the mountain lion looked at me, I saw his one eye, and we looked at each other like, yeah, you're the guy, I'm the guy. We're, and he said, I was there to catch him in the thing as he fell out of the tree. And he goes, we let him go. I didn't think. So I'm like, this is just phenomenal stories. The lady in British Columbia comes out. It's a big, gray, huge, and he's standing over my driveway. And I'm just this feeling of ominous danger. And then she said, and then it just leapt at me and knocked me down. And I'm like, whoa, the wolf got her. And then she said, and then I, I saw its face. She said, it was a little gray. And it had a, like a bandit's mask on. And I'm like, well, that's a, that's a, uh, like my buttons aren't working either. There we go. <laughs> I was like, that's a raccoon. You've been attacked by a raccoon. Yeah. And she goes, it was like 50 pounds. It bit me in the elbow. It broke my arm. I'm like, what? She wouldn't let her little dog go. She was holding that one pounder in one hand. And then she's like, it just continued to scratch and claw and bite. And I'm like, oh, get up. Get up and go in the house. It should be. I fought and punched. I was punching this raccoon and it just doing no damage. And I'm like, all right, lady. Remember when they asked you if you've been attacked by a wild animal? When dude had a hippo story, you yeah. needed to just pipe down. That's a no. Did the I, raccoon pull you under the water? Right. Yeah. Well, did you, when he, at one point, when you're like, then the raccoon bit my arm and pulped it. Like this dude's arm was pulp. He was underwater for a minute and a half in the mouth of a of a hippopotamus that decided to throw him and catch him and bring him down again. You're in your patio holding the one pound dog, taking left swings at a raccoon while it bites your feet. And and she goes, and then at one point she's like, I got up and he took me down again. I'm like, all right, all you are is the weakest animal on the planet. A raccoon attack. So I started laughing because I'm thinking to myself, uh, you know, if they have reunions of people on this show and she's there. And the one guy's like, yeah, I lost my arm in a hippo attack. It was pretty bad. What's your story? Raccoon attack. I'm going to go talk to someone else, not you. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be here. You couldn't get away. You couldn't get away from a raccoon. I, I got away from a hippopotamus. It was harrowing. It was at least 50 pounds. It was, it was biting my feet. So they showed her wounds. I've had worse from my cat Elgato, like scratches. and They went back and forth on that last episode. like... It, well, yeah, we, like we're out of people. We do this? Yeah, I was yeah. second episode in, and I'm like, "What raccoon attack? That's your fault." 
So I, I and then all I thought was like she just sat out there all day. People were going to work. So, you know, there's a lady wrestling a raccoon. That looks fun. And they're coming home from work, and she's still out there. Like, please, someone. It's like, nah, you're just playing with that raccoon. That that won't hurt you. And she goes, it was. I swear, it was rabbit. It was. It had rabies. And the doctors are like, and the in like the wildlife officials are like, we don't have rabies in BC. It's like zero chance of that. Tested her. She didn't have rabies. And then the big tell in the story was her one pound dog. Like this lady's on I like an I was prey show. Her one pound dog got bit in the leg. And she goes, and we didn't find it for like two days. That dog got bit by the same thing that almost killed you and didn't show signs of his broken leg for days. You go on TV with that? Like she had to call her family. My episode of I was prey is on tonight. Oh boy, can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be pretty amazing. My harrowing story of the night I was attacked by a, a trash raccoon. <laughs> it was pretty scary. You'll see. You'll hear my story. And she's up next to Hippo Guy. Like He's like, jeez, uh, I don't know, Debbie. I'm not so sure you should have made the call to be on that show. Yours doesn't seem so bad next to the guy who got eaten by a hippo who now has cancer. Underwater, thinking that uh, this is it. Still alive Multiple in the mouth. Times. I know. Got hit three times by the world's most deadliest animal. You went on TV to tell people a trash coon bit your foot. Lady, <laughs> you weren't prey. You were stupid. I didn't know what to do. I was I was so afraid. I, I just laid there, and, and he just kept biting and biting. Just get up and go Shame in. Shame on you, Animal Planet. You <laughs> yeah, fell I for agree. that. Animal Planet's to blame a little bit. But again, she made the call, and they had to be like, is she serious? Let's... Bring the cameras. I, th- let's just pre- let's hear this story that this lady thinks she belongs, and then remind her, like you know, the other episodes. You've seen the show, like the other episodes are hip- hippo, Black Panther on a five year old. Y- you sure you want to be the adult who got attacked by a trash coon? <laughs> oh, it was horrible. It was wildlife. It's a, they're scary. Wildlife is dangerous, no matter what. No, it's not. So ra- Brady had one as a pet. It's a raccoon. Like you, you could have. Like and you're punching. They could power. do some damage, but yeah, you have a pretty good chance of getting away from. Do something about your punching power. I was punching this thing in the face, and just didn't matter. Like then you've got nothing, literally. And she goes, and then she started to be a hero. I was, I couldn't sacrifice my little Indy, my puppy. I could have just given it to the raccoon and gotten away. Like the raccoon wasn't going to eat a dog, a pound. It's not eating a pound of anything. It's got a mouth the size of a... Let your dog go. Right. Let the dog go and take a right. Power swing. Do one good hand. Take two hands and, and, you know, you're going to get bit. You're under a raccoon. But really, best thing you could do is just stand up. And then he took me down again. It was a ton of bricks. A ton of bricks is 2,000 pounds, man. This is a 60-pound animal that's mobile. Like, all you had to do was roll over once and then just start mashing it into the ground. It reminded me of when Ben Stiller got attacked in something about Mary by the yeah. little dog. I'm like, all right, your story doesn't add up. And I know her family had to be calling and go, wow, horrifying. Did you see the guy who got attacked by the mountain lion on the same episode? Yes, he and I share something. No, you don't. Then it starts again, 10 o'clock. I'm ready. I'm starting to get ready for bed. They got a third episode. Dude attacked by a grizzly bear and a girl surfing out of the blue. A sea lion just jumps up and bites her in the neck. It's like These are real stories. Raccoon lady, you can't be part of this. How in the world did she have the nerve to tell that story? It's like people who've been in a plane crash and people who have seen that Denzel Washington movie. It's not the same. But it was hilarious because I kept laughing at her inability to, like, come up with a plan. And they still put it out there. 
Well, we produced it. We Yeah, well, we flew all the way to Canada. We could have put it on a different episode <laughs> instead of right. with Hippo Guy and everything put else. Put it on the, uh, you're not going to believe this, but I was tiny thing prey. Yeah. Look, I get it. A raccoon can bite you and they can be scary. But put if it gets on, on me, I'm going to. When I'm, animals attack. Right. Not that I yeah, survived. Give, and give me a vignette. Give me like a one minute little like, yeah, this lady got attacked by a raccoon. That's certainly shocking. Uh, went to the hospital and they stitched her up. She had a couple of cuts on her arm and it did break her elbow. But I think she said it was the bite of the raccoon that smashed her elbow bone. <laughs> and I, she fell down. <laughs> I was the whole time I'm laughing. I'm thinking a hippo guy almost was crying. And when he breaks out the picture of his two kids and his wife and his new life, and then he's like, I've also been recently diagnosed with cancer. I'm like, oh, this poor mother. (laughs) The worst last five years ever. But I'm a fighter. And I'm going to get through this like I did that hippo attack. Remember that? I told you that earlier three times one day. Hippo tried to kill me. Got out. I'm in good shape now. Just missing an arm. Thank God it only took me 15 minutes to get insurance. Yeah, so then the end of the... Progressive. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, if you started that, it would have been like, oh, you're a shill. <laughs> the, uh, and then the lady at the end started to tell the story. She goes, I haven't been outside in the dark without my entire family since. She's traumatized by it. And all I could think of was, oh, God, this lady would be losing her mind over the Gilbert goons. Like, this is one of those types. <laughs> Any bad news is the worst thing that's ever happened to her. She's a... And those are those moments where you realize, like, if Neil Armstrong's in the room, you don't tell your story about your last trip to Wyoming. He's got the best trip story. He's going to be the one who goes, yeah, I've been to the moon, you know, and that your story to Sedona sounds great. but Nothing. When I was climbing Camelback the other week. Yeah, I went up on Camelback. I mean, it was so high up. I was in the moon. Wow. We're, we're almost the same. Stop it. Know the boundaries, Vancouver lady. Typical Canadian. Just not smart. But it's a great show. I was. And then I realized something else. Because I've always, uh, I've said it on the air, and I always admire people who are, you know, amputees. But if I ever lost a limb, I'd use the other limb to feed my face tons of pills. I'm not going on. I, I, I'm barely making it with the way I look now. If I had more flaws and they were like really, like our, my face should be amputated. Arm, leg, something goes. I'm not, I'm not one of those that goes, I'll get, I'm not. I'm not a guy that does that. I just eat the pills. If it isn't a fully functioning 10 up top, 10 on bottom, there's I got no plans on saying we want to go play catch or golf with one arm. I am not doing that. This dude might be the only way I would be an amputee. I discovered the only way I'd be an amputee is if, if I had that story. Like people are like, how'd you lose your arm? Oh, you're not going to believe this hippo attack. And now people are like, this. he's lucky because now I've got this life story. You lose your arm doing something stupid. Oh, I got it caught. I was changing a tire. I'm an idiot. And Hippo attack? I'll take that amputation. That's pretty awesome. But I'm also a coward, so I'll never be on a safari where hippos are. The, the water tours, uh, you know. Stupid. The river, river tour would be the only thing that I would hesitate. A little uh, bit. Hesitate? Like, if there's, I don't want to walk. I've, you know, no. I've talked to a lot of people that have done the safari stuff. Sure. My dad, my mom. Right. They're in a car. Right. I'll take that. I'm not going, you know, skin in the air. When I see the water ripple in front of the canoe, oh, this thing's running 10 miles per hour underwater. I don't like getting in a canoe in my pool because if they turn over, I don't know what to do. There's no hippos in my pool. If there's a hippo in my pool, I'd know to blow up my pool. The poor surfer in Australia. And she's like, yeah, that's hitting the lottery right there. I saw a little black figure, and it was moving alongside of me, and then it disappeared, and then I saw it again coming at me. And then it 
breached the surface, and, I, and then I knew what it was. It was a giant 600-pound sea lion, and when it flew by, it bit me in the neck <laughs> and pull, pulled her down. You get hit by a 600-pound thing. She goes, and I'm punching and punching, and she goes, literally, though, 600 pounds. It's like punching a wall. It's not doing anything. I'm like, that's true. And she's just getting the, her ass kicked by a sea lion. Meanwhile, up in British Columbia, this lady walking her one-pound Dog is having her feet bitten up by a rocky raccoon. You know, the other day, and the, everybody's story was like the little five year old girl. I could hear, I could hear its um, teeth digging into my skull and dragging across the bone as it pulled my muscle. I felt oh. my muscles release. He says, "You don't realize how many muscles are in your forehead." I felt them release from my head and leave. <laughs> I was bitten once in the in the elbow. How do you get bit on the elbow? By a raccoon and have it take you to the ground. It doesn't happen. Her story is a complete lie. Like, I know now I know why she's a single mother. I know that dude couldn't tolerate her stories. They were horrible. It's like the Monty Python, the Carbonog or whatever. Right, it was that rabbit jumped up. That's just a little rabbit. Bite your head off. Well, I'm telling you, he can leap for miles. Got teeth, pointy, sharp teeth. Yeah, a raccoon. I was in a perilous situation with a raccoon and. 2005, and I remember it quite well because it looked like a manhole cover and was running alongside me on Camelback. And I thought it was a cat. And I just remember pointing, screaming, that's no cat! <laughs> and I started to run and I hit my head on a branch. That's like me going on, and I knocked myself down I end up with hemorrhoids. The worst story I had was I landed on a rock and I hit my ass so perfect on the decorative rock running from a raccoon that wasn't even interested in attack. It stood up. I will. It is scary. We got in front of me and he went and did this little stand-up. He was like 15 feet away. And I'm like, ah! And I turned and ran and hit a branch of an acacia tree and fell down. <laughs> hit my head. <laughs> you got hemorrhoids from yeah, that? Well, because I hit my ass so perfect. <laughs> so here, Spread, I wake up the next morning on the couch. And I'm, uh, well, I ran all the way home, about five miles. I was drunk also, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was in my marathon training time. So anytime I was like, if I can run or walk, I'm doing it. And it's like two in the morning. I'm like. I was at Dos Gringos in Old Town. I lived probably seven miles away, and I thought, I got this. Figured out. Terrible decision. Two in the morning running against traffic on Camelback and jeans. And this thing skirting along the side of the road. This is like my I was prey. This, if I went on and like the guys Your episode it, is more. My, it's, at least it's hilarious. So this thing's running alongside. I see it. I'm like, look at the size of that cat. He's up against a wall running he's still there and then he gets way out ahead of me and then he turns and stands up and it's round like you it's unmistakable like it's body shape I'm like ah, that's no cat so i beeline just immediately to the left to go past it down this it was an angle and i'm looking at him and i'm running and i turn my head and a low tree branch just takes my forehead out and back i go and i land on it's all decorated rocks i was run, i was running off the thing i ran into like a decorated yard and I, I hit my ass on one of the big rocks. Pop! Oh, oh, and I lay down. And then I, and I get back up because I thought that big raccoon was – I was smart enough to keep going. And I get home. And by the time I get home, I'm laughing so hard at what just happened. Like nothing hurt. My fo- I had a little headache. And I'm like, I was drunk. Just like, get on the couch. And I'm like, oh, that was hilarious. And I fall asleep. I wake up the next morning and I'm like, my ass is wet. You went to KDKB sweater party or what? It kind of felt like, yeah. I felt like I might have gone to one of the KDKB events. All I heard was, morning, beautiful. And I reached I reached down into my pants and I pulled my hand out and it was blood. Oh. Lots of it. Like I said. What in the world? 
Whoops, Max. <laughs> Going to the bathroom. I'm alone. <laughs> yeah, I, if one of the KDKB employees was there, I was like, well, I'm one of them. <laughs> but I was alone, and I knew I didn't have anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> So I reached in, I found the blood, and I, I go in the bathroom, and I drop trowel, and I look, and I'm like, my ass is covered in blood. Well, I I did the Forrest Gump and hit the point of a decorative rock Ooh. right on the old. Popped a grape. Right, and oh. I hit, well, I didn't pop it. I didn't have them oh, yet. I thought it, was. it was trauma to my anus, and that creates hemorrhoids, <laughs> loads of them, like a grapevine. So don't stress your anus. <laughs> and yeah, so don't. Don't take a hammer to anyone's anus. KDKB, listen up. <laughs> Do not take hammers to a man's anus when he's not expecting. <laughs> Plus, I was probably all tightened up when I said, that's no cat, and ran and tightened my butt up and hit that. So my anus was in full clinch mode, which means it, was not, it wasn't relaxed enough to take the rock's punch and go, we got this. Don't worry. <laughs> ass hurts listening yeah, to this. And so, so the next day, my the ass, the my ass was all bloody. <laughs> And I'm like, I touch him like, oh, I've ruptured my anus. I die from this. Nobody will ever see this. <laughs> and then by the end of the day, I had, it It just looked like, you know when magicians blow bubbles and other bubbles? <laughs> it looked like that hanging out of me. <laughs> Piles. Anyway, we'll be right back with I Was Prey after this. <laughs> that's still a better story than the raccoon A ton check. better. And that's my raccoon story, and I never made contact with it. And I still had a broken asshole. <laughs> this lady fell down, broke her elbow, and said that the raccoon drug her to the earth. No yeah, way. My and that one-pound dog is yeah. like, let me go, and the dog lady. was like, lady, I'd be safer if you just let me run. You're an idiot. How are you losing? <laughs> None of the neighbors, they'd look out the window and go, oh, lady, she's getting tickled by a raccoon. I'm going to let that one go. And they tried to make it. But it's such a great show. I don't know how she got on there. Because, I mean, come on draw the line somewhere hippo attack and i know it's rare like this raccoon bit this woman that's pretty weird like mo- most of the time a raccoon does it they are rabbit or and it's a good kick or a swift slap and that thing's going away and you can get up like you can slap a raccoon pretty much and have it go and it might come but it gives you a second to and they, sh- and, they and they cut into these like the editing of this show is phenomenal because, like, right when they're telling the story, they do these, like, you know in ghost movies when they just go, and they flash the yeah. ghost? Yeah. They're flashing the face of, like, the mountain lion. They're like, ooh, that's haunting. Every once in a while when this lady's telling her story, they'd flash, and these two little hands, like, in the, like these tiny little raccoon fingers are and like, okay, there's nothing scary about that. I mean, if it was on me, it would be creepy. But come on. Did your did your asshole bust in half? No, this isn't a raccoon story. I got a I have a better raccoon story than you. And it never and the raccoon probably still tells that story. Dude, all I did was stand up and this dude lost his mind, smashed into a tree, fell on a rock, and then his just beeline. I followed him all the way to and then he started laughing. And he went inside, and I looked through the window, and his ass was just covered in blood. I'm like, well, my work is done. <laughs> you imagine the people that came out the next morning, and that someone was messing with our decorative rocks. Honey. And damaged our tree. Well, there's human blood all over this tree, and, and the rock seems to have some sort of a brownish-red flavor to it. I don't know what happened here. Have you seen our pet raccoon? <laughs> but that raccoon's out there, tiny, tiny hand high-fiving other raccoons going, score one for us. I almost killed the guy just looking at him. My raccoon story wins, British Columbia lady. If a raccoon bit your arm and broke your elbow, oh, the force of its bite was like, its mouth is the size of a mouse. It's not going to get hold of your whole elbow, smash bone, and take you to the ground. I mean, they're 
You know, it's it like could a bite you. Yeah, I mean, but it isn't going to smash your. Elbow I don't think bone so. It's while it's shattering an elbow, while or something it like pulls that, you but, down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's on the earth, holding that little dog in her other hand. That little dog was like, "Let me go. I can fight this thing better than you." But other than that, I was prey. Is awesome, and it's the only way I will take amputation. And again, it's not making fun of you folks who are amputated. If you if you're missing a limb, sorry, but you're stronger than me mentally. If I had to, if I lost a, you know, I get a hangnail and I start considering the Tylenol. <laughs> like, I'm going to take the whole bottle. Like I, this is a lot. Yeah, God forbid something bad happens for real. It's like I'm not going to. I'm not going to be the guy on TV going, you know, I'm a fighter. I know I've lost both my arms. Oh, nope. The, uh-uh. That ain't if I if I'm pogo stick at all. It is over. That's the end of Johnny. Just don't have that fight in me. Not even close to it. I admire people who do, not in ways that make me want to be like you at all. But uh, I don't have it. Like, good for you. I'm glad you got that that juice. And maybe if my arm just fell off, if it's a good enough story, I think that's my. I found that out last night. If it's a good enough story, I'll take the loss of limb. But if the story sucks, uh, you're, you're going to find a suicide note, <laughs> and it would be short. You guys know why I'm doing this. Come on. I'm barely making it with a fully functioning body. Uh, you lose one of these things. I'm not starting over. I never understand when people do that. They go on TV. I had to, and the little five-year-old girl had to relearn how to m- move again. They took all her back muscles out. So she had one string of back muscle that had to take over for all of it because they were trying to find ways to make her head work. And she's like, I can't feel it, but the muscles are in there. And also it's skin from her uh, legs. The back of her the legs, crafting. it's not supposed to be on her head. So if it peels, it goes away. So she can't get a sunburn. She can't do anything. <laughs> like, so oh. it'll never come back. It doesn't it doesn't do what skin used to do. So they grafted it, and she's like, if I'm in this. So she's got this wig on. She looks a little like David Ferry from JFK. Like, she looks <laughs> it's way too but she's And she's got a kid. And Megan got mad because at the end she's like, now I've got a, a beautiful baby. And I said, surrogate. That's mean. <laughs> like, <come on. laughs> Nobody's... Nobody's taking that wig off. He's tapping that. <laughs> Feel bad for an all, but surrogate. You're awful. You know I'm awful, but it makes sense, and that's why you're so upset. Like it's there's truth to it. Because that guy's like, so you wear a wig, and like I really like your personality. Like, you had to meet him online and win him over with personality, and he whipped that wig off, and she looks like somebody took clay and like isn't finished yet. And I feel bad for her and stuff, but the last thing you want from her is a call that says I'm pregnant. I'll be honest with that. That's terrifying. Tonight, lady steps on her patio at night, knew she was being watched. It was a gray squirrel. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, it was the equivalent of like, all right, a rabid gray squirrel might take you by surprise at the park and get a couple of knocks in before you kick that yeah, thing a thousand feet away. Like that thing just bit me. Can you believe this? Or you're reaching down into something you don't see him and he shoots out and he bites you. And, ah, this little squirrel's going crazy. Otherwise, you've done something terribly wrong. If a if a like just with your I'll tell you, balance, a, a, a raccoon, you know, like yes, she could get away, but a raccoon is in a fight, you know, nastier than a dog. Oh, they're evil. Yeah, but, but you can duck it, and you can also get out from under it. Like if it takes you to the ground, 
It once it gets you in, in ground and pound. Yeah, I mean, it is not jujitsu. <laughs> once you get to the ground, like you get in the guard with you a raccoon. You still have leverage. Yeah, yeah you've still got moves. You like do a hip thrust and, and buck him off. I mean, it's. He was 60 pounds. Like, how weak are you? Like your adrenaline is at its peak. You should be able to buck so off. So you're saying the largest raccoon. raccoon in North America <laughs> ever. 60 pounds. Attack you. Broke your elbow with its mouth. <laughs> Sorry, I hate to laugh at your story, but all the while you didn't lose the grip of the one-pound teacup. I couldn't let Indy go. That was dumb, first of all. First things first, that dog would have run away. <laughs> like, and so she said she was going to sacrifice him. Like, she, I could never ease my family. Like, she's going to give an offering of a one-pound dog to a raccoon. The raccoon would probably bit it and messed it up. After you were down, he had his way with your teenage daughter. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he waits outside with alcohol and drugs. And like, what is? What are you talking about? It's this horrible raccoon that lives in our neighborhood. He, he won't leave. The raccoon pulled up in a white van. Yeah. And then she said, oh, the best part at the end when she was telling everybody she'll never go outside. She goes, uh, uh, they wouldn't, the, animal control, like, all right, lady, you're fine. And like a day later, she's out walking the dog with a broken leg when she realizes the dog's leg got bit too. And the dog was like, it's a raccoon bite. I'll be fine. Um, nobody would look for it. Everybody's like, look, there's a billion, we don't know which one of yours it is. But if we see a 60-pound raccoon, we'll know. We'll know on we'll that know, one. We'll know which one it is. <laughs> but if we see it, we'll do something. And she's like, and they never did a thing about it, so he's still out there. <laughs> like he's Raccoon's got still at large. Vendetta. There's, yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. I was I was roasting in sweat from the first couple. And then that one, I was laughing my ass off because I'm like, all right. And then it would kind of cut back to the guy taking a hike in Denver. And this mountain lion stalks him for three miles and attacks him four times along the way. Terrifying. Terrifying. Meanwhile, the producer's like, I knew we should have got the guy with the broken ass for the raccoon. Yeah, the broken ass guy. Hey, look, if, if there's a producer out there that hears this on the podcast, I'm like, yeah, hey, that guy with the broken you know, I was hilarious. Prey would be a great show. I, could I was hilarious. Like this raccoon made my ass bleed. Let me let me start with that. I wouldn't even start with like the uh, what got him because the whole first uh, like segment of the show is them saying, "Yeah, I was attacked," and here's my background. And you're like, and and then they'll clip like editing is so good. And he's like, and then I just saw tusks. What got him? Was it the elephant? I know that they've got uh, hippo tusks. And he goes, just saw the tusks. And when I felt one, I knew I was in trouble. And I'm like, oh, it's either a hippo or an elephant. And then they go to commercial. Mine would be like, look, first things first. I was hilarious prey. A raccoon made my ass bleed. We'll be right back. I mean, that's a tease right there that nobody's turning the channel with that. I'm telling you what. Imagine me- the graphics. Oh, yeah, the reenactment. <laughs> hilarious. But, yeah, if you got a chance to watch I Was Prey, the hippo dude is like, go seek it out. I don't know why yeah, I was on Animal Planet, and I just saw the words "I was prey," and I'm like, that had me. Like that, that's a good phrase for, like that might be interesting. Like if you turn it off of "I was prey," you have no imagination, or like you're, you're hard to entertain. But that is one that's going to be if that doesn't catch your eye. And it was like the first the first episode was great. The grizzly bear guy was even better because he thought he could scare it away, and the grizzly just said no, and he said, and then. A muscle on his head looked like a four by four just flexed and he started to run at me. <laughs> and he goes, and I took a shot at him and the bullet didn't do anything. I'm like, pissed oh. him off. Yeah, just pissed him off. You just you just threw a rock at a bear. Pretty great. Anyway, I was praying. It's it was my entire night last night. 
And I had stuff to do, and I didn't do a thing because that is great. But, yeah, if you're ever out there and there's a, a raccoon, just know two things. If it's over 60 pounds, it can overpower you and possibly – it might steal your wallet. <laughs> or uh, make your ass bleed, and there's, they're, neither are pleasant. <laughs> both, both end with an audience laughing. Neither pleasant. I'll tell you that. It was uh, the one thing that rac- I bet you my recovery time for my raccoon attack was longer than that lady and all of her scratches with a non rabies raccoon. It was just an asshole raccoon. She's like, it was a rabbit. I know it. She still stands by it and they tested her, her dog. Like, doesn't have it. We don't have it. In, we don't have any rabies in BC. Never had a case of it. Doesn't, doesn't exist up here. I know that one was. Well, then why don't you have it? Lucky. Now. <laughs> and they showed her and she was in her underwear. Looked pretty good. Scratches, like cat scratches. I took about two weeks, maybe a little longer, to recover from my raccoon injuries. Uh, she was back on the trail. Like a whole a, segment when raccoons yeah. attack. The lady was back on the trail like a week later. It was good, though. That's a good show. I'm hoping it goes on like a marathon. I'll veg out and gain 12 pounds on a Saturday. Uh, anyway, that was my night. I had to share because the people from Animal Planet owe me some money. Their ratings might go up. And it's worth it. Uh, and I'm not an adventurer, so, you know, I see something like that. I know better than to keep going. But if you're hiking alone in mountain lion country, you're an idiot in the first place. Buddy system. Always have a friend. <laughs> Always hike with a pal <laughs> or a gun or bear spray or something. If you're out there and people are like, oh, there's mountain lions and bears, if you want to go wandering off into that, and you go out with nothing, you're an idiot. The guy went out with a pocket knife that f- doesn't have a safety on it. Cut his own finger off. Idiot. Uh, it's 626. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? My ass tingles when I think of it. Because I think he like might have hit a bone or something and just folded the blade. Boy, he was stabbing him in the head. Yeah. And his little skull just moved it around. He goes, I didn't have a safety, so it just folded back onto my fingers. I'm like, Jesus. Now I'm down. And he said the mountain lion's uh, retractable claws, he said it, it just grabbed me like, with its hands on my neck, and I said, I felt all all of them go in, all into my neck. And he goes, and then when he'd release, it was such a relief, but he would find the same holes the next time he'd grab them and go right back in again. It's like he knew where the handle was now. That's creepy. Gross. Great story. Meanwhile, lady is... Uh, it's got nothing on raccoon lady, but, you know. Ba- <laughs> scratched on the back of her calf. <laughs> uh, yeah, give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. 585-9800. A good one. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. That's great. Uh, thank you, Mike and the Molotovs. My goodness. This week's flown by. The hours are just blazing past us. I love it. Love it. Uh, just, I got an email that says, uh, Raccoon Lady, I saw her on another episode. Years later, a sea otter attacked her and tried to crack her head open on his belly with a tiny rock. 
says, you know, when uh, a raccoon is attacking you, when they're about to finish you off, they clean you first. So you got to be really <laughs> careful. That's true. They do clean their food first. Uh, this guy makes a good point. He said, don't make fun of that raccoon, Lady John. That could have been a raccoon with special needs and had that extra strength that they have. That's right. It could have been a mentally challenged raccoon with uh, special needs strength. Uh, you know, you give them the mental R word and rabid uh, temperament. We stand no chance. That's true, Robert. Very true. Uh, wouldn't it be great if on I Was Prey, you had a guy getting eaten by a hippo, and then like another guy said, I was walking across the parking lot of my school, and then I saw a figure in the big, large, black, cloaked, hidden behind a pole. And once I was in his clutches, I knew I was in trouble. And it's Father Dale. (laughs) I was prey turns into like what Father Dale and a bunch of Catholic priests also did. It's not just animal attacks, but like when these guys are eyeballing you from a distance from the, you know, seminary. And there they are. And you get all those Catholic priest stories and don't change the name. I was attacked by a hippo. Lost an arm. I was attacked by Father Dale. Lost a childhood. (laughs) My whole childhood amputated. I was attacked by my faith, and uh, yeah, the whole religious uh, institution, uh, they amputated the case. I would love to watch I Was Pray with Father Dale, because I'd be on that in a heartbeat. Hilarious. Watch that show. It is, it's, if you've got nothing to do, and we all have downtime where we're like, what is, what's up? If you're ever asking yourself, what the hell's on TV? There's nothing on TV. There you go. Find it. I Was Pray. Remember a couple months ago we talked about the AI being girlfriends for guys who are lonely, yeah, like they had a- well, AI yeah. programs that you could be, you could like have a fake girlfriend. They they started that one thing where the guy was charging people. The AI company he started, it was the movie uh, Her, I think that's what it's called. She was it? She with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, and it's the future. Spike Jones directed it, and in his ear, uh, he can communicate with all sorts of stuff. And he, he had his love. And it was Scarlett Johansson. And Scarlett Johansson was an artificial intelligence program that made him feel like... And he knew it. Like, he knew that she was not a real person. But he thought it was specific to just him. Turns out the AI can talk to, like, 1,800 people at once and have these relations, these intimate relationships that he had developed. And it just breaks his heart to think, oh, my God. And it reminded him how real this may have felt. Uh, well, a few months ago, they said AI can be a lonely guy's girlfriend again. And they're charging uh, guys who want to have an AI relationship, and it'll have conversations with you and, and you know, get to know you and learn what to say to You're you. pretty intimate. Like the thing they kept saying, oh, absolutely. The thing it kept saying was uh, it will, you know, ask you a few questions, and through those questions it will realize what you like to hear. So then, it, you know, it, it plays on your emotions to be like, oh, she says everything I need and, like, uh, things I want. If you want to just be sexual and dirty, she'll do that. If you want to talk about the weather, she'll do that. If you want to be praised, she'll do that. But you don't tell her that. She learns it. So you get we to talk about the weather all day. I love her. Weirdos like that. Maybe uh, Ian Schwartz wouldn't have gone the direction he went if he'd have found this girl. <laughs> the weather AI lady. But so, you know, Scene McLaughlin would have been on the, we've never seen him on TV. There's talking weather with that computer. But you get to know him. So there's the awkward beginning of, hi, my name is Lexi. Oh, I'm Dave. And how are you? Well, I'm great. What do you do for a living, Dave? I'm like, oh, I'm listening. What are you? Oh, I'm artificial intelligence. I'm a computer programmer. And they tell you. And it sounds like you're talking to a real person. So they've had now 
a pretty good basis of what this can do based on the time they've had the AI girlfriends. Uh, Lexi Love is the name of one of the companies that provides this thing called Lexi Love to lonely guys. They didn't realize that in its infancy, which is where it is, it was capable of doing what it's doing. $360,000 a year if she was a real single person. So the fact that she's got each guy, like if she was a single person, like if there, if there, there's hundreds of her. Yeah. So she's capable of handling. But if she was a single girl doing what, what a single girl would be incapable of doing, which is developing romantic relationships with hundreds of guys at once. But if she was a single human being, she'd make $360,000 a year. There's hundreds of her. This is millions and millions of dollars in the pockets of whoever owns the AI thing. But that's the rub. Nobody can really say. Like, you know, they own the company, but nobody can really say that the rights to the AI technology, which is the chat GPT argument, who owns the artistic rights when the thing does what it wants. That's it. Lexi's breaking barriers and changing the way we interact. I'm curious uh, about. She's beautiful, by like the way. When she you sends pictures. Yeah. Um, like, does she pick up on like a funny quip or, you yeah. know, and laughs? And yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's what I'm curious to hear about, because sometimes you feel like, they did you know, f- like the, the walking phoenix a lot of times. It's pretty – there's nothing really uh, – there's not like humor like he's making her laugh. Oh, absolutely. I, I didn't remember no, that, that, that It was it Scarlett like Johansson. It was, it wasn't yeah. a robot or anything. It was Scarlett Johansson. He was having real conversations. She laughed. She joked. It, it was it. And that's what this uh, – She. this one sends you – like if you, they did a thing with a news guy and they said, can you tell which person you're interviewing isn't a real person? And he was talking to these people on the – computer and they're sending back and he's like well i've got a photograph of that and the guy would send him pictures of him in an apartment and he's like so yeah a friend of mine went on this thing and blah blah blah, blah. goes on and i'm like this is the same way you and i are talking yeah and he's like i have no idea he goes i'll go with number three because he didn't send me anything like he did and he goes nope the one that sent you the most stuff was the ai the guy that was sending you photos uh pictures of his family stuff like that it was like and he's like i had no idea um they estimate that each each uh, character that they have, if they keep them hyper focused, can earn thirty thousand dollars a month, and they no idea how many they can do. Uh, but it's like she's gorgeous too. Like this is this is Lexi. This is what fake will love you. Oh, sign me up! It's beautiful, and it's not. There's nothing about her that you would say isn't real. It looks I've like seen they put her in all different situations. It looks like everything filtered. Yeah, Instagram. Picture ever wow. of every... I mean, she's outstanding. And she's got a couple flaws. Like, she bends down and the side of her crinkles up a little bit. But you can get, you know, naked pictures if you want or whatever. Uh, she does what uh, mortal models cannot. She speaks more than 30 languages. She's available 24 hours a day to subscribers. She flirts, she laughs, she adapts to different personalities, interests, preferences. She has anger. She has things she doesn't like. She has things she loves, as well as offering uh, voice messages that she'll send you throughout the day. If you're a subscriber, she'll she'll contact you. Uh, she's a 21-year-old girl who loves sushi, and uh, she can pole dance like a pro. If you want to see it, she'll send you a video. I mean, how much is this? what month? do we need people for anymore? I don't know what the subscription costs. It's I, scary. Look at this. Man. Like... She tur- this isn't a person. It's not based in anybody's photo. That's the thing that AI screws with my head on 
is that it's not like, oh, we took pictures. Like, they just built it. It just shows up. Our popularity is growing. Uh, Foxy A claims they'll make, uh, and they just started it. Like, immediately they're pulling thirty grand a month with just the one thing. I said uh, they have this creation, 30000 a month immediately, um, which is 60000 That's 30000 30, pounds a month, so it's $60,000 here. And they're estimating like millions and millions of dollars. This is the new wave of communication now for the younger generation to say, why would I go to a bar and spend all that money on somebody that might say no or might just I might not like them when I can go to a computer program that's going to learn everything and never not like me? Like, I might not like her eventually, and she'll adapt. But eventually, all women will look at you the way uh, they look at Brady. It's like, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm kidding. They've always done Oh, that. I'm quite the opposite. <laughs> I felt the, uh, I, I know that AI, I feel bad for other guys. She'll like me more. Yeah, than see, there's, the and now ones. already you've, you know? you've dived into thinking that she's competitive. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't care. <laughs> she doesn't care about liking one more than the other. She hasn't, she hasn't. She doesn't really like you at Dude, all. Dude, I'm telling you, she likes me yeah. more. This one's real. It's real to me, damn it. That's the thing that you got to remember. Professional wrestling was a debate on whether or not it was authentic for probably 40 years. We're not a species that gets it. We're easily fooled. And there's a couple other examples I'll use, but it'll make everybody who goes to church mad. We're easily fooled people. Like a story that makes us feel like, oh, good, okay, that keeps me happy. That's all it takes is sell them, sell them happiness and fear, and we buy in. Uh, so now they're, now they're wondering how that can happen. How can we manipulate this situation where people can't just invent it? What, where do we get ownership rights to AI girls to where Brady just can't go on and make an AI girlfriend that isn't? You know, company related. So they're trying to come up with plans for, uh, I guess, trademarking uh, computer whores, which is really hard. OnlyFans is really the one worried the most. And the OnlyFans sluts who are barely making it are the ones really concerned because here's another picture of Lexi Love. I mean, come on. And it isn't over the top. Like what I'm looking at there is beautiful, but it's not like, all right. You Weird science. Yeah, you wouldn't say, oh, that's totally AI. Nope. No, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. If you I showed you that, that, I'm like, look, I met her last night. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, that's AI. You can't. It's a person. And it's weird. Now, with that, you wonder how many of those um, girls that are trying to be influencers aren't AI created. What do you like? You, like when you're going on Instagram or something. Right. You see well, a, that's you shouldn't trust that anything on the computer. Yeah, it's real anyway. But, I mean, we're not talking about your basic AI thing. We're talking about dudes paying for it. And you think incels were a problem before. Eventually, it's going to get to a level where they need to touch, feel, handle. There has to be tangible something. And uh, that's when it gets creepy. That's when they're not going to know what to do with themselves. Uh they, they start the whole article with, if she looks too good to be true, it's because she is. And what? And women should be upset about it. Because women aren't going to invent AI, dude. You know what an AI guy is? The first three months of the relationship. We say and do whatever you want. We act interested in the things you like. We bag you and you start to notice we have other interests we haven't talked about a lot. And we're starting to do those a little more often than we used to. But what really is, is the... Uh, the death of the female 
being aloof, like being kind of like not playing hard to get so much, but like having conversations with you. It's like, nah, I don't need your, I don't need a hassle. It's like you it's become a step a hassle. in that direction. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, I, I guess eventually if it becomes more and more of a, the right oh, it's gonna be each a thing. generation, then because there's still a need of that. The contact, the but touch, is there? the nurturing. For us, there I think is. naturally there is. Maybe. Because the next generation and, has already gone this direction. They've already gone a different direction with the, you know, not going to not going to bars, not yeah. you know not you, wanting to drive. Yeah, not wanting to drive. Not you've seen it. Like there's people who have girlfriends and boyfriends in high school, but a lot of the times it's like, nah, not really a thing. And the the teen pregnancy rates down because nobody interacts socially. They don't have that. They it's all tablet based. So this is very real to a generation of people who interact through a screen. What's the difference? I find it pretty amazing, and also it breaks into the thing of like uh, you know lonely housewives and lonely husbands who you know don't necessarily want to leave their marriage, but this little section of the world is not. Is it is it any different than Watching porn. A little deeper. Is it? Is it? It's not even a person. Well, but you're getting to, you're you're getting to know that AI or whatever. It's, it's not a thing. It's catfishing in a way. Getting to know uh but you know it. It's not catfishing because yeah. you're totally and aware. You're not of it. Well, you are subscribing, so you are sending money. Yeah, you in. send a couple bucks and yeah. you got this service. It's it's pen pal. Except for a pen pal can show up. This thing can never appear, can never intrude in your life, can never. Is it cheating? Yeah. Um, I would say most people would feel that, you know, it's not because you can have that cheating where it's not necessarily a physical side of it. Sure. Some people say that, you know, I agree. the pen pal or whatever becomes even more why powerful. Is, why is that? Because the pen pal's a person that can show up in your life. Yeah. That That's you can actually, thought. yeah. I never thought. And AI can't. You can turn it off. Goes away, but you can fall in love with it. So there, you're like you're having an emotional. So it's even more emotional, dangerous side. as yeah. you're having an emotional relationship with something that isn't there. Stop talking to Lexi. Cut <laughs> Why your subscription? No, no, that's what the, you know. Your wife is saying to you, right? So then it goes to the thing because in this, in this, uh, this, you know, never-ending wormhole of stupid information. The next story was a guy who uh, whose wife allowed him. A sex doll, like what Brady's going to uh, 69 with it. <laughs> she got a real-life sex doll, right? Go right to the sip. His tell is the nerves of, I got. I need a drink. I hope that's tequila Ooh, in there. Wet my whistle. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, you can go ahead and have one of those because it takes the weight off of me. Evidently, she's one of those ladies that decided that she wasn't going to have sex anymore. It wasn't like she thought it was silly. So her husband's like, well, I still like it. She's like, ah, oh, you're gross. You know, this. That's that, a lot of people have that happen. You're gross. Yuck. Marriage, sex. Blech, I'm not interested anymore. Grow up. And he's like, well, I'm still going to want to do it, but I don't want to leave you. Like, I still like you for more than just that. So I'm sticking around. And she's like, get a sex doll. So we did. And she was fine with it until a couple weeks later, another one showed up. Now he's having three ways. <laughs> he's got two of them in the house. He's got a blonde and a brunette. And the wife's like, all right, hold on a second. She's like, wait a minute. You said I could do this with these toys. You let me have... I didn't know you were going to get two of them. Now that's... She's drawn the line. It's too far. She won't have sex with him. So he's ordering up these big rubber appliances and he's banging away on them. Sometimes he wants some variety. 
So sometimes he breaks out the blonde one, is a little shorter and bigger cans, or the brunette has got a much more lean ass and like it looks good. He's got a he's got a Dua Lipa and he's got a uh, Kim Kardashian. He's got a thin fit one. He's got a little trollish thick one. The wife's like, "That's it. It's officially bad now." And it's like, "Hey, you can have a closet full of these if you don't do your job and you take something away from the guy. Why can't he have you know?" Yeah, the fridge doesn't have just granola bars in it. The guy wants to eat. Two months from now, he's going to say, this one learned to cook, this one learned to clean. Get out. <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's called real women. If you can put them in the closet and they stay there, that's what that's called what we want real women to be. Hey, let me just put you in your box and now. I'll see you again in a couple of days. But yeah, he said the, the sex doll thing scared him at first. In October 2021, uh, he paid 2300 bucks for his very own life-size physical synthetic companion. Uh, he named her himself. I guess you can do that. Her name's Karina. <laughs> so he had an idea. So he keeps her around. He's like, this is great. It's helped the mental aspect of their marriage. He's like, our, our married life's better because I'm satisfied in one end. My wife doesn't have to do that horrible thing with with me that she hates so much as the... And she had that uh, uh, sex hurts thing. Like at a certain age, she she started to throw off that it hurts too much to do it. He's like, all right, well, I'm not gonna, I don't want to hurt you, so I'll do it to this doll. She was cool that until he got another one. I said uh, he broke the news to his wife that the second one was on the way and that Karina wasn't going to be the only one, and she wasn't pleased with the turn of events. Uh, she says this company. She said I was threatened. I'm wondering why do you need a second one? Rod had met. <laughs> Uh, her. Uh, well, he didn't know her very long. I guess his wife and him hadn't been together for a long time. And she's already cutting him off. Well, yeah, she. Well, you know, well, how? Certain, at a certain age, how? Usually. and I don't know. Oh, you already cut off. The dude might have had a huge hog. She's like, that just hurts. I don't want to do that anymore. He's like, all right. Well, what do you want me to do? I don't like eating food, so we're not going to eat anymore. Oh, well, I'm still hungry. Well, you can't have food if I don't want any. Like that doesn't make any sense. It hurts, huh? Is that what you would tell Jason Momoa? <laughs> oh, Jason Momoa, it hurts. It hurts so good. Yeah. Or anyone else yeah. other than this guy. Right. So, yeah. And that's how the guy would, that's how a guy would feel a little bit. Like, Look, if you tell your wife, I'm not interested in sex anymore. And she said, I'm going to get a cucumber. And I'm going to put it on a doll. I'm going to go to town on that because I, I don't want to leave you. I still love you, but you don't want to have sex with me. I think you'd be understanding of that. It's hard to fathom as a guy to be like, I'm just cutting. I'm shutting it down. You know, mind boggling. Mind boggling. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. But women do it all the time. Like, I'm just not going to. I don't like this anymore. So it's stupid. And I'm I'm done with it. That's why it's a news story when somebody like Jane Seymour comes out and says, I'm 72 and I love sex. And every guy is like, wait a second. What a unicorn she is. Because every 72-year-old guy, when you're with them, is gross. If they can get it up, they want to have sex. They're disgusting. And I'm with you. If I was a woman and a 72-year-old guy was trying to have sex with me, I'd say it hurt, too. No way I'm doing that. But, I mean, you know, if your wife said, yeah, you don't want to do it with me anymore, i cool. You'd go over to the grocery store what? and you'd help her pick out cucumbers. Let's go get the cumber. You ready for a little cum? But that's as a perverted guy that I want to see her work the cumber. Evidently, I'm not interested. I wouldn't have a problem with that. If she had a drawer full of cucumbers, I'd be like, I get it. I'm not providing you that. That's not. It makes sense. 
Two sex dolls. It's a little greedy. But the lady's taking away his air. She's like Culhagen from Total Recall. Give her the air. Look, if you're not going to bang me, I'm bringing it. And there's a redhead on the way. The delivery date's February 8th. I mean, we're getting another one. I never do it in our bed. And it's, you know, when you're not home. Calm down. I got a Latina on the yeah. way. I got a black <laughs> chick on the way. <laughs> you can imagine chick. if she walks in on him one yeah. time they're role playing. Yeah. He's having tea. Yeah. Oh, I was having a little tea party. I'm sorry. I didn't know you. I expect you till three. He's got the <laughs> naked UN in his spare bedroom. But then that was the reason that came up is because in the article about Lexi Love, where guys are like, I'm not so sure it's cheating because I don't love her. I just use her for companionship. And mostly it's single guys. It's not, it's dudes, yeah. dudes who cannot, like they're scared of women. And that's a whole, that's what they're tapping into is this generation of dudes who don't know how to communicate antisocial. And that's because of their phones and their tablet lifestyles. They don't know how to be with a real woman. It's easier to play pretend. Remember a few years ago that uh, Second Life thing that happened? Yeah. And everybody was worried. And then it was like kind of petered out because it, it was more 16 bit. And I think it didn't give people real. Now it just looks real. Now you can't tell the difference. It's like psychosis. I mean, if I was a kid, I, the things I did to Victoria's Secret's catalogs, if I could have them moving around and talking to me, uh, yeah, that's a pretty powerful drug right there. I might just maybe be wildly interested in that. All those girls in high school that didn't like me because I had that giant head and that tiny little body, I didn't have to worry about that. I didn't have to go through the shame or embarrassment of trying and re- being rejected, which, as you get older, realize made you who you are. But if I could have avoided it at the time, I would have. If I could have paid, like, you know, the Tony Roma money I was making, seven, eight bucks a month to have a girl in love with me at any time I wanted and never, ever have hassle, I would have I'd have done it. Easiest path. You would have dropped your Sports Illustrated subscription. <laughs> I still like the SI. It was more than just that issue, Brady. Although that one played a major role in why we had the subscription. Because there's a lot of, you know, mid-July where I'm reading about Wimbledon. And I'm like, this is dumb. I go back to February and crack open a little Cindy Crawford. But imagine if those, like, if you could just build Cindy Crawford. Dennis Miller used to have a joke about that years ago. He said, when virtual reality, because you know we're going to use it for sex. He said, it's going to make... Uh, cocaine look like Sanka. It's good. You cannot just say, I'm going to build, you know, what's that one girl we like? Uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury's chick. Oh, uh, Veronica. 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 If you can make her like you, virtual or otherwise, and just get, you know, an emotional uh, endorphin rush off of her, what she says to you, and you can say, come on. <laughs> Amazing. So, again, it's another reason to go whack your kid in the back of the head and go, you go out and play. Get outside. Talk to somebody, you weirdo, you little antisocial prick. Get out of my house. Go talk to people. So it would be like weird science. I'm it is weird science. Yeah, except for she never shows up. Yet. Who right. knows what's coming? You put weird those, science you, and Blade Runner right around yeah, the corner. You put the, science fiction's always predicted it. Like You'll see someday. Maybe in our lifetime, maybe not. But it's closer than you think. And it gets us used to it. We're so close to Skynet. It's ridiculous. That way, we're, the, the reason we're not impressed by anything that happens is because we've been watching sci-fi movies our whole lives. And it's like, oh, I've seen this. Ghost cars, these Waymos, should be knocking our socks off. Eh, seen that in movies since the That's 70s. Cool. That's normal. I've seen movies in the 50s where there were ghost cars. Big whoop. 
you know, having camera phones. Nobody ever went, isn't this great? They finally invented it. It just happened. It became part of our everyday. Now it's called FaceTime. Back when the Jetsons did it, it was like, man, someday, someday I'll be able to see the person I'm on the phone with. I forget which uh, person it was, like a, you know, labeled as a conspiracy theorist, but they were talking about how Hollywood, the design behind it is to introduce Absolutely. you with stuff years before. Manchurian Where do you think the uh, ideas come from? Yeah, the ideas come from, all right, slow leak this into the public yep. through movies. And they'll get used to the idea of it. And that way, when it actually happens, you'll be like, oh, I've seen this before. It doesn't floor you. It's all like this controlled, choreographed thing. A Manchurian Candidate is an amazing movie when you start saying, oh, hold on a second. This was someone's idea? Or was this just indoctrination to say this is what we've been doing? They might be onto it. So bleed it out like a crazy idea. And they'll be like, ooh. And when it does finally happen, like, oh, okay, I see. That's why it makes me nervous about Body Snatchers. <laughs> they did that movie over and over again like they're trying to tell us something. But it's pretty amazing. Yeah, Lexi Love, if you're interested in getting in on that thing. it's uh, if This guy says, I'll tell you one thing about Lexi Love and how much she costs. Less than a wedding, less than a divorce. There's the other thing. Marriages and relationships have become financial for both men and women. It becomes a business loss. If it, if it fills, fills those voids for you, then. If you don't ever have to worry about cutting your life in half because you stopped liking someone, that's appealing to a lot of people. I know a guy who's a well-known man in this town who's been cut in half four times. Now, that's all his fault. Four times he's been halved. He's in his mid-60s now, and he's still got to work. This dude's made millions. Four halvings. You think if he didn't have the option to have that? And by the way, he'll still go back again. I was going to say, he dates ladies that look like Lexi. It's like pretty amazing. (laughs) Four times, though. If you can cut out, you know, $100,000 wedding and a $2 million divorce every six years uh, just by having this girl do everything you want, at least up to a certain point. And when you want to go out of town, you don't have to ask. You just shut off the computer. (laughs) There's no, it's, and women are the same. If you could get a guy to give you every emotional need you've ever wanted. I'm surprised women aren't more into this. They'd be easier to dupe on this deal. Are you looking up Lexi Love right there? Good Lord. See, they give her a little flaw. Like she's got a a tiny little pooch in those jeans that makes her her more human. And yet, when her tummy's revealed, it's super duper authentic. (laughs) But I'm surprised women aren't dealing with this. Like you get a guy that looks like Jason Momoa that talks to you. You know, gives you all your emotional needs and stuff. I'm surprised it isn't, it isn't duping more ladies. That's when you go out with her on a, on a high-end uh, business dinner, when she's all gussied up in her black going-out dress. This is just whoring around the town? That's just, you know, yeah. <laughs> and that's her at the house with her Jay Leno outfit on that's unbuttoned all the way so you see most of her right can. Ugh. See, Brett's falling for her right now. Um, she's not real, man. What's up? What, how are you doing? Weird? The future. The future is odd. This person says, maybe this AI girlfriend thing eliminates the nerds who want to shoot up schools. Or maybe it'll just make it so uh, Toledo goes away and you have an AI producer. Signed, Paula Proc. I hate Toledo. Well, yeah, that's true, Paula. It could replace jobs as well. Yeah. And this guy said, yeah, the reason that lady got mad at her husband is because evidently he enjoyed the sex doll so much he got another one. 
Now, one thing women hate is when a man starts liking something too much. Yeah, that's true. It's like, you really like that sex doll. Yeah, I got another one. It's great. I really appreciate you opening that door. That's been a, a real marriage saver. I think you like it too much. I'd like it to end. Oh, all right. Yeah. Because, you know, you're here for my happiness. They always say that I just want you to be happy. And then now that I am, you gotta you got to put your foot on that. Wow. I just want you to be happy. All right. Well, I want two sex dolls. That's not happening. Oh, well, it would make me happy. That's the biggest lie we tell in relationships. I just want you to be happy. All right. Well, I'm going to go over there to the uh, college. <laughs> what? Yeah. That would make you happy. Oh, oh, whoops. I misunderstood. No, of course not. Being in a pilot. College for, girls, for no man would want that. That's disgusting. Minutes, yeah, yes. That would be disgusting. I'm just going to go oil up a bunch of college girls. I'm not going to do anything else. Just going to oil them up. Is that all right? Well, if that makes you happy. For a little while it would, yeah. That's disgusting. And we don't want that for them. I just want you to be happy. All right, I want a tag team. Two guys that look like Jason Momoa. You'd be like, I don't want you to be that happy. You whore. Whore. <laughs> yeah, we get mad at me. So nobody's really into everything that makes you happy, so long as it makes you feel okay. I want you, you know to be happy happen, with I what I think makes you happy. That's what we should say to each other. I want you to be happy with the things that I think make you happy, and nothing more. And we're all guilty of that. What's that? I think eventually this uh, Lexi Love, the AI, will eventually develop the natural woman instincts and stuff. And the big talk show thing, the big viral news will be so-and-so. Uh, Larry McFeely, the first one to be broken up with, was Lexi Love. <laughs> Lexi dumps Larry? Yeah, like, How dare you? Unbelievable. They cancel How the subscription. <laughs> yeah, just, she just ghosts him like, what? I'm still paying. Yeah, well, so. Ugh. Lexi Love finds new words. I'm busy. I'll call you later. What happened? She's not supposed to dodge me. I got a lot on my plate today. I don't think this is working out, says Lexi Love. I'll Why do you on. put Larry in that position? I'll go on and Come uh, on. I see myself going on, you know, getting a subscription and, okay, I'm in. First one. Good morning, Lexi. How are you? How are you, boss? Oh, <laughs> oh God. God. Right, you know what? Know. I don't like that. Don't call me boss. The good news is she'd be like, sorry, and you'd never hear it again. And then those would pop up on your phone every once in a while. I mean, long. my God. She's fairly magnificent, this Lexi Love. This guy said, dude, don't knock it till you tried it. I had a sex doll for a while, and it was amazing. Signed, Nathan Sutherland. All right, that's enough. I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. Actually, love is, uh, yeah. Ridiculous. Pretty magnificent. And also, I think, personally, for my own brain, dangerous. Dude's getting fooled. Starts this second weird world in his head that doesn't actually exist. And the next thing you know, you're measuring fingers for psychopathy. You, you go, oh, wait a minute. His index finger is shorter than his ring finger. That's definitely a psychopath. <laughs> Which, by the way, is an actual statistic for those of you who think I just made that up. Did you know that, Brady? That what is what? The, it, uh... it's, not, it's not an inevitable fate that you will be a psychopath. But most people who have confirmed psychopathic behavior... Ring finger longer than their index finger. Yeah, I've heard that. How you doing? Yours is even. Brett? Nope. You're a psychopath too. What, if it's not? No, it is. If your index finger is shorter than your ring finger, there's a direct link to psycho. Yeah, I got potential. Psychopathy. Uh, yours is pretty dead even. 
All your fingers are the same. <laughs> I think you might have paused. <laughs> I think you were on that I Was Prey show last night and you were tearing into a hiker. <laughs> yeah, mine is, mine's a good inch longer. Look at that. But it doesn't mean you're inevitably going to be a psychopath. It means that that's what they look for in psychopaths. They're like, well, that's a weird trait that they all have. But it doesn't mean that if you have it, you are one. It just means that if you are one, you probably have it. And you're probably dating an AI. Anyway, sorry, Larry. Brady made you the first casualty of AI dating. (laughs) Can I talk to you, John? Sure. What's going on, man? It's over. Oh, you broke up with her? No. What? Lexi Love canceled your subscription? Lexi dumped me. She said I was too needy. What? (laughs) You've been bothering the AI? Gah! I don't know why Brady put Larry in that spot. Larry would Larry'd crush it on there. But it's a perfect thing for Larry since he pretty much hates all of the other ladies and they're, you know. I don't blame him. They've all got needs and desires. Maybe and Mrs. Spitter or whatever her name was the other Spittler. day. Spittler. Yeah. Well, yeah. Spittler's daughter or Spittler's uh, son emailed back and said, I'm not sending you guys pictures of my mom. Like, well, you're the one well, who offered yeah, it up for exactly. Larry. It's not me. that I didn't just go randomly through my emails and go, when are this guy's mom's available? You brought her to my party. Spittler and the Jew was very close to being a thing. Jeez. But, yeah, Spittler is out there somewhere, and she's lonely. And you've tried to get Larry. All we wanted was a photo before we take it to Larry. We need some visual confirmation. Now, if you send me a picture of Lexi Love, I'll know. <laughs> But if your mom looks like that, Mrs. Spittler is welcome here anytime she wants. Spittler, swallow her, we don't care. Just bring her down here. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird world. But that three, I mean, you think about that if you could pull. And it's not even work. Nobody's doing any work. Like nobody's sitting there typing out answers. It's just, it's done. It, and nobody's doing any work and it's pulling in 30K on a reg. Boom. And nobody's doing it. I still can't put my head on that. I don't get it. There isn't a guy monitoring the screen. There's no actual computer. It's just kind of floating around in the air. And then you summon it like some sort of conjuring. And it shows up and it sends you pictures of it naked. It looks amazing. It tells you everything you want to hear. And it doesn't exist in any facet at all. It's not a hard drive. It's not some big box in a closet. Just a thing that floats around with us. I'm too stupid to understand what's happening. But sci-fi told us this was real. Just go back and watch that movie. I think it's called She. Her. Her. That's right. Joaquin Phoenix movie. And it is. You can see it and watch it. And the best thing they did, uh, the director, Spike Jones, the best thing he did was make it seem like it's kind of modern times. Just a little bit in the future. And he wasn't wrong. Like 30 years down the road where everybody still kind of does stuff. The computers look better. uh, You know. Did she get naked in it? Uh no, I don't know that she's ever even visual in it. I don't think she ever, you ever see her. Oh, just her voice. He talks to her constantly. They have like these amazing, and he falls in love with her. And then he finds out, oh yeah, he knows she's a program, but he finds out that it wasn't specifically designed for just him. She just does this with everyone. So it would be like if Matthias was like everything you ever wanted, and then she's talking to me about it, and it's none of it, like all of her interests are mine. She's, oh, okay. she's a different person with me than she is with you. And you'd be like, I thought I was, I thought it was just for me. It's like, no, I do this with all these guys. I do it like I love what Brady loves when I talk to Brady. I love what John loves. Larry I'm, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. 18,000. 
You know when she's been talking to Larry because she's high as a kite when she talks to you the next time. Hey, player. What up, player? Oh, have you been with AI Larry again? Oh, man, I don't need your hassle. <laughs> Make some pizza pockets, bro. <laughs> Larry strikes out with AI. How dare you, Brady? <laughs> At least he had a subscription. <laughs> I'd get turned down. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Sorry, sir. No, thank you. What Lexi Love has said, no, thank you. Immediately? She hasn't even, no, thanks. She doesn't even want to try to like your stuff. So how much barbecue sauce do you drink in a day? All right. I'm out. Goodbye. <laughs> you still do it like it's Rosie the Robot. I know. <laughs> Goodbye. She that, won't that, even like, say it. She'll bring yeah, the robot in to You're so it off. Like, unable to imagine the realities of it. Goodbye. She rolls out on her wheels after she, you know, a feather duster comes out of her chest. <laughs> We're all idiots. Anyway, good luck, everybody out there who's single, because why bother? Lexi loves out there. And Smoke show. I don't need to see your ass sit and have it ruin everything. Lexi loves, she don't have those. And she will sext with you. And you will get videos of her. You know, with, with the cumber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you get videos like she's a real girl. Like, you get videos like if you're long distance dating. She's over there fiddling and everything. She'll fiddle the bean. Wow. If you want her to get railed, she'll do that. Now, anything you want, she'll do it. Uh huh. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Eh? <laughs> Suddenly, I want to see that. And the dude that rolls in is AI also. What's up, bro? Bang your imaginary girlfriend, freak. It's all fake. Brady's just got two, some, you know, two Campbell's soup cans banging into each Put some rub on those ribs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could make it. That's the thing. You could make her AI barbecue <laughs> and then say, you know what you should do is do a little research here with your knowledge of the entire earth in your system and uh, come up with a new recipe and show it to me. And she would do it. Rub the like sweet a, baby rays all over. Brady would have a cooking show with an AI uh, smoker. How dare you, Brett. <laughs> It's true. And you get a recipe out of it. Meanwhile, I'm behind you beating off to your hot barbecue chef. Move, Brady, you idiot. Why is she putting the rub on? You don't know what you're watching. You have no idea what you've got in your hands. Beep, beep, boop, boop. You are a robot. Uh, it's 729. What do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? I don't know. I'm still looking up Lexi. Uh, hang on. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> Lexi Love. He signed up. I know. No kidding. Have you? Uh, no. Let's do it. No. We'll go sign Larry we'll, up. We'll go 50 50. We'll sign Larry up. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> I can't imagine how bad it would be if they start turning down people. Right? <laughs> schools wouldn't get shot up, they'd get blown up. Like, uh, there wouldn't be a mall left. All these incels just out there, dynamite and everything. It's like, all right, that's it. Lexi Love broke up with me. Fashion Square, Chandler, Chris Town, they're all gone. Incels would blow up everything. Well, when Lexi Love does break up with you, well, you can head up north and get some skiing or snowboarding. And Action Ride Shop is your place for anything and everything snow-related or trail-related because they got the mountain bikes, their best selection in town, and the best wrenches in town. Go to actionrideshop.com or just go visit them over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Oh, this guy Craig says, yeah, I have an answer to why, because I said, why don't women like this AI thing more? Emotionally supportive man online. Craig, this is how bitter men have gotten. We're all in the, he says, uh, one simple reason an AI guy isn't interesting to a woman, they can't buy them anything. Ooh, Craig's old history is coming out. Bitter. One sentence. Yeah, they don't want an AI guy because he can't afford anything. 
He is kind of a deadbeat. That is true. Yeah, like he banging is true a local musician. <laughs> a very caring local musician <laughs> who says and does everything right, but just can't buy me anything. So no interest. That is probably, there's something to that. The, the AI guy can't provide you stuff. Interesting thought. Can't support you. Yeah, it's true. There's maybe something to that. I play bass for the Gin Blossoms. You're out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hit Allison Road. Yeah. You're out of here, buddy. Uh, all right. On the list, we got uh, Static X. I'm with Stupid. Uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Don't fear the Reaper for the Raccoon Lady. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mudvayne. Hell yeah. Pantera. Manson. Black Tide. Whoa. Uh, Sepultura. Papa Roach. Bolt Soil, Thrower. Bolt Thrower. Yeah. What's Bolt Thrower? I don't know. I don't either. You, know, you want to look it up? Uh, <laughs> I was checking her out. <laughs> he clicked out of that page and went right to Lexi Love, meaty yep. vegan, it said. Oh, is that what that said? Yeah, she can be a vegan who eats meat. Brady okay. had, Brady does have a page. <laughs> oh, like the meaty vegans. You know, I like a vegan that eats meat. That's my favorite kind of vegan. Those are good ones there. Yeah, I don't know what Let's see. bolt thrower is. This is... Maybe they're okay. So far, it's not, it's not bad yet. We're about to get that. Maybe. Pretty solid so Maybe. Far. Don't ruin it. Skip that a little bit here. Yeah, skip it's it. It's the battle. Maybe it is. There it is. Wow, you are better. <laughs> Thanks. I've been working on it. Sounds like Arnell and Journey. Please take over. Yeah, when, if this guy dies, I'll be the new one. <laughs> don't have to go to the Filipino karaoke bars for this. <laughs> You can't tell the difference. It was good until he started singing and different talking. Yeah. Terrible. I hate that. Right, so. We'll do Love Dump by Static X. Okay. Because that's what the sex dolls are anyway. And again, the biggest problem with the sex dolls, still not self-cleaning. Much like a woman, not self-cleaning. Although a woman has a capability of cleaning it. This oh, thing meaty vegan. There, that's what it was. There, yeah, that's what Meaty vegan. Lexi loved meaty vegan. <laughs> what does... Uh, I think it's some other bra. Oh, yeah, that ain't her. Yuck. Does that just mean she's fat and doesn't have beef? That's what I think a meaty know, vegan yeah. would be, a fat vegan. Okay. I'm what you call a meaty vegan. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you don't, how are you fat? Oh, you just, you're like a rabbit. I eat loads of lettuce. That's the difference between me and a regular vegan. There's the Lexi Love I like. The unmeaty vegan. Doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. And uh, voice guy. No, no, we're doing terrible radio station names in here. Well, we all marvel at the idea that no one canceled. Was it the Patriot that was KKNT? And their billboards were everywhere. And 
We knew what you were doing. Jerks. <laughs> we were driving by and we were supposed to not say anything or laugh. I'll forever be a child. By the way, uh, people wanted to let Brady know that uh, there's also an AI Mrs. Butterworth. And it's the closest thing Brady remembers oh. to being an AI creation. That, that Lexi Love's got nothing on Mrs. Butterworth if she starts talking dirty to Brady. Well, hello and good morning, Brady. Whoa! <laughs> oh, my God. Butterworth's are out. Oh, man. <laughs> Slap some syrup on that. We can't tell my mom we're dating, though. What is that, Brady? You're brown. <laughs> <laughs> my parents aren't ready for that kind of uh, relationship. Sorry. You can't do Thanksgiving. You can't do it. You can't come out for Thanksgiving. I can't take my AI, AI Buttersworth as much as I dream of this day. Uh, Short picture is Lexi Love, but the voices won't match My up. father just passed away, and uh, my mom won't have it. He'd be rolling in his grave if I brought you home there, Mrs. B. Now, speaking of bringing things home, I have to let you know about Howard the dog. Yesterday, I was over there at uh, um, Foster Home Pet Rescue, and Howard comes around the corner, and immediately, it, ha- Howard and I locked eyes, and I'm like, oh, no, not again. Um, Howard is a, a Cairn Terrier mixed with something that makes it like a tall Cairn Terrier. If you ever seen a Cairn Terrier, is uh, what Dorothy had in The Wizard of Oz. This is a wheat version. Dorothy had a black one. This is like a wheat kind of, uh, and it looks like a, it looks again like an animatronic dog, just like the one we had a couple weeks ago. Pokey, Pokey, been adopted by one of our listeners. Welcome home, Pokey. Uh, we need to get um, Howard out there. Howard was a stray. They don't know his story. Uh, beautiful. Just go to ninety eight kupd dot com. Click on the um, pick of the litter, and you'll see Howard. And Howard just chilling on my lap, and just loves being held. And, and they're if you've never had a Cairn Terrier before. Uh, look at Howard. They they just look like movie dogs, and he's just cool. Um, just the sweetest thing in the world. And they're funny, and they're energetic, and they love playing, and uh, Howard's the best. So he needs a home, and uh, somebody out there who's uh, who wants Howard to hit the jackpot. I want I want a good dog owner to go uh, make Howard hit the jackpot. I got a guy emailed back and forth with named Scott, who's uh, going to lose his dog in the next few days. And we've been going back and forth for a while. And I told him last night, I'm like, dude, as much as you've emailed me, a stranger, about how to care for this dog while it's going through its last days, I know for a fact your dog hit the jackpot. Your dog won. Yeah. And I know it's a tough time, but those are those moments when somebody has to tell you, you're great at this. Like, you gave the dogs don't have long lives. You gave that dog everything you had right to the end, and you're still wondering, do I have more? And I don't think I do, and I've got to do the right. You're showing the most compassion and most love. That you can ever imagine. And all I do is root for people who have that. And I know it's too soon. Like Larry. Our boss Larry just lost his dog. That dude needs to give a dog another chance because that dog will live in paradise. It is, it is, a, it is an existence that I can only dream of for dogs as a dog lover. As somebody like Larry mends his heart and gives another dog that opportunity to live that life. So uh, hopefully Howard's out there for one of you who's gone through that. And it, like, you... You know when you're one of those people that gave your dog the best and they gave it back and that's why it hurts so much when they go. Howard's one of those dogs that needs that chance. Awesome dog, too. So he's available at Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. They'll waive the adoption fees if Howard's right for you. And if you watch the video of Howard and I, you'll just see uh, two really cool items in that video. Me and the dog. <laughs> but Howard's cool. Very sweet dog. So go get him. One of you good people out there will do that. 
Uh, in the meantime, while you're thinking about Howard, watching the video maybe, we'll give you the Brady Report. It's all the news only Brady knows, and it's brought to you by Hooters. And you can watch UFC 297 tomorrow night at Hooters. And they don't charge a cover. Strickland uh, versus Duplices. That is uh, interesting because of the big mouth that is rattling away before this fight. Plus, you can catch all the playoff games this weekend, too. They've got all their TVs on, and they're all showing great things that we all enjoy. Uh, well, you got knockouts. you got, uh, you know, uh, the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. It's basketball. Everything you've ever wanted, plus Hooters, Girls, and Wings. Forget about it. Thank you, Hooters. Uh, for sponsoring this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. Happy National Popcorn Day. Yeah. A couple of basis fun facts. In Hans Christian Andersen's original version of The Little Mermaid, the mermaid kills herself at the end. It was published in 1837 as part of a collection called Fairy Tales Told for Children. Wait a minute. It's The Little Mermaid murders her? Like suicide? Yeah. Guess or sacrifices her life. I didn't, didn't even know Hans doesn't Christian she, Anderson did the <laughs> Doesn't mermaid. she tex, tec, technically kill herself to become not a mermaid? I remember how it ends. Do they go back into the water and she makes him a merman or does she come out and walk around? I don't remember how Little Mermaid ends. ends, actually. Usually I, I was... I thought she became queen or whatever. This is just because Brian Callen's here. Today. My brain's working on Callen. Usually I'm finished before the movie's over. <laughs> I've never seen the end. Frankie, I finished before it's done. 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 We'll see. I don't know. But I don't know if the Little Mermaid becomes a, a human or a mermaid at the end. Maybe she does kill herself. Has Have any of us watched it all the way through? God, it's been so long. I usually just wipe my stomach off and go to sleep right after the uh, crab song. I didn't know this was a date, uh, a debate, but Curious George doesn't have a tail. Because of that, there's a theory he's not a monkey. He's an ape or a chimpanzee. Okay. I always thought he was a chimpanzee. Me too. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I guess the I've never thought about it. People call him a monkey. Well, monkeys have tails. <laughs> okay. Your responses are Alan Alden. Yeah. I never, Man, never even thought of that. <laughs> I was too busy watching Margaret in the shower. <laughs> One of the last inventions Thomas Edison ever worked on was a phone to contact the dead. Yeah, well, Just you know. needed a couple more years. <laughs> I think he would have done it. His confidence level might have been sky high after a few of his inventions. He's like, you know what else I'm going to try? All right, Tom, maybe you should just rest on what you've done. Never rest! I'm going to talk to the dead. All right. He had to feel pretty good about himself, though, Edison. Right? The light. Nobody had done that before. <laughs> you fairly. I bet you he was kind of a prick for a while. And well, he was also. He doing he, that, was he doing that to his wife? Hey, so you can, when I go away, you can talk to me when I'm dead. I'll make this phone so you can call me. That's the last thing you'd no, want. No, because then you'd exactly. have to make one on the other end. Hold on a second. <laughs> Rest in peace. You ever heard that? Dead and you want your wife to give you a ring? I think he What did. are you doing up there? I think he did. Have you met anybody good? Oh, God. Can I call you back? It's paradise and frankly, you're not. It's called rest in Hang peace. Hang on. Re- rest in peace. peace. Don't call Thank me. You. Brady wants Hang to. Hang on, honey. Lexi loves on the other line. Wife to call you in heaven. Well, how do you do? It's good to see you. What's it been? 14 years? Not one call? I thought I'd let you rest. Like Brett said, rest in peace. I, <laughs> well, I've been waiting the whole time. You've got a lot of explaining to do. There's a new trend. Till death do us part. I mean, you're off the hook. Sometimes you wish for it a little sooner. <laughs> We all do. They do and we do too. 
Yeah, they want us to die sometimes. Oh, they never yeah. say so. I'm sure it's like at least once a day I have uh, – there's a fantasy going on in Megan's head that I am attacked by a raccoon and killed. There's a product called Wanna Bump. It launched last year. It's a white powder that looks just like cocaine, but it's legal, so you can buy it on Amazon. It's billed as instant energy. It's basically ground up caffeine, and oh. you snort it. Great. Oh, like Teach the kids. kids. Yeah, speed yeah. tabs. Awesome. <laughs> when you drink caffeine or a caffeine, and you get it from things like chocolate, it absorbs into your body gradually. This happens a lot quicker. Just like cocaine. But experts are saying, don't buy this stuff. Right, it's terrible. It can mess up your nasal passages, just like cocaine. You're not supposed to snort objects into your nose. There's are not a, built to do that. And this is how one of, what a bump comes in. Oh, a little cocaine vial. Yeah. Does it come with a, uh, like a Lee's Press-On pinky nail, too? That you can. Well, there is another product that is rolled out by a different company. It's a caffeinated nasal spray with the very classy name Turbo Snort. <laughs> Have you been uh, talking about being sleepy around your computer a lot? Why are you getting all these cocaine ads? <laughs> yeah. well, you need to target you know, this guy. We laugh at that, you know, the cocaine candy. Remember when we were kids, they sold acid tabs. Yeah, those right. Weird. Yeah. I didn't know what yep. those were until I saw acid ever- tabs. I'm like, hey, I've been eating these since I was five. Rolled out on the paper. Like, yeah, just little little dots on paper. I'm like, magic. They were, and candy cigarettes, all they were doing was trying to get kids to do horrible things later. In Camden, New Jersey, there's a Conoco station that's in trouble um, because uh, people were going in there, filling up their tanks of gas, and then by 5 p.m., they had to shut down the station. Uh, Cars were just not running anymore. Including four or five in their parking lot, they discovered that the gas that was filling the tanks was fifty-eight percent water, oh. and they say it was because of the recent flooding. That could be. So that makes a little sense. Yeah. If they've been running a legit gas station for a long time, there was a flood, and then all of a sudden there's water. That makes sense. Not everything's a scandal. No. Don't they have caps, though? Shouldn't there be? Sure, there should be some, some safeguards know, I mean, in place to keep yeah, the water the from getting like in. Right, right. Because right. rain turns into a problem, sure. right? If it's it's questions. It's, if it's like a giant barrel, like in the beginning of Petticoat Junction of gas. <laughs> you know, the hickory barrel barrel that we're keeping the gas? It just, <laughs> it just got full of water. Right? Give it a day or two. The gas will eat it. Amazon is working on a supercharged AI Alexa. And it wants to charge a subscription. What's because one? seventy-five million people right now uh, use Alexa, uh, but by Amazon standards, the service is a total failure. Problem is, Alexa doesn't make any money, and the service is a huge drain on the company's resources. So now they want to step it up. It's understandable. I mean, yep. all the things that Alexa was touted to be, we don't talk to Alexa unless we're sitting around the table and asking a question. Uh oh. Nothing. Just an email for Brett I got. <laughs> Guy making fun of Brett. <laughs> what <a nice>. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> There's a twenty eight year old dude in Florida. We can't even tell you what it is. It's just so it's just so, and it is just and it well, is. Brett's laughing at a guy ripping him. So Tar- targeted to Brett? Pretty yes. much, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. This dude in Florida named Cody Clements. 
found a lost cell phone in a Walmart bathroom last Friday and got the bright idea to use it to call a bomb threat. Yeah. He told 9-11 dispatcher that... Uh, 911 9-11, 9-11 dispatcher. That. There's a bomb in the store. The We're supposed to be talking about a bomb. Hello, 9-11. <laughs> hey, I got a little complaint I want to make as an emergency. What, building, difference. what building did we hit? Well, I just know what I'm talking about anyway. Uh, yeah, there's an emergency. There's a raccoon eating my neighbor right now. That's not a 9-11 call. You're not on when the dispatcher, eleven. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> service. He's pissed. He called the number back. Cody told him tick tock, tick tock, and hung up. Oh, jeez. Cody left the store just as the police were arriving. The cops contacted the phone's owner, looked at a security footage, uh, pieced it together. They tracked him down. He lived in the area. He was arrested, and he told the authorities. He had seen people on TikTok making fake bomb threats. Decided to make one himself. He did. TikTok yeah. is flush with. I decided bomb to get threats? myself a felony as <laughs> Wait well. Wait a second. TikTok has a he lot of bomb threats. He was saying that. Huh. Shouldn't those be taken as seriously as a phone call? And he must have been seeing something. I don't know. Here's his mugshot. Yeah, he's an idiot. I'm looking at this yeah. dude's a dumb. Boy, those eyes are close together. <laughs> If the ambulance had hit one more speed bump on the way to the hospital, he's Boy, not. He's he's running in the Special Olympics. Sign, man. If <laughs> this you kid, don't have an inch between your pissed. eyes, they're yeah. out of bump. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> one more curb that ambulance driver hits, and that kid is throwing a javelin on June, and everybody's going, "You're all winners." And now it's time for some science news. God damn it. Oh, Richard, <laughs> you're on a roll too. I was. Failing miserably on the science news theme. Take your time. Open up the program. I can do this quick story about this guy. uh, What lengths people go to when they're hooked on drugs. This guy was hooked on heroin and he had to uh, hustle up his money for heroin. He would scale down a cliff a couple hundred feet and steal peregrine falcon eggs and sell them to the Middle East because they're big... uh, Bird people. They falconeers. <laughs> can't imagine that's accurate. I think you just might have made that last sentence. That last sentence might have just been complete and utter They bolt. want those eggs. Those Middle Easterners are bird people. Yeah. They remember that on the plane, the rule No, they love flying. flying. You can sure. only allow two falcons on a plane. That's right. Bird people. <laughs> One thing I like to think of with the Middle East, Brady, is flight patterns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, call 9-11. Yeah, I love that. We call <laughs> Leave him alone. He's not wrong. We love flying. We're flying. We're bird people. There's a dude scaling. They're great buddy. big bird people. <laughs> Falcon eggs. Oh, yeah. They love them. This just gets worse. Where is, but you make it such a giant wide swath that, well, we're Middle Eastern. Of course, we're, we love falcon eggs. Every one of them has a falcon. There is a small faction of people who will buy falcon eggs. You can't just go to the Middle East with a bucket of falcon eggs and go, this is like McDonald's to them. It's like their vanilla ice cream. Everybody loves falcon eggs. <laughs> Got to get those shirts, Spitball and Brady. They're like Cadbury eggs over there. <laughs> ah, you've taken it too far. Okay. That's a stretch. <laughs> he is seen reaching into the nest, removing valuable eggs, which can fetch thousands of pounds on the Middle Eastern avian market. That does not say all the Middle Eastern bird people. <laughs> <laughs> they love them. 
Some people, there goes, people here love birds, too. Not, <laughs> yeah, but they're not uh, buying them like the Middle Eastern people do. They spend a lot of money on them. <laughs> you make it seem like they're all into it. You read a story there once is five a years small ago. I never said they, they all. I said, no, you, they when you say Middle them. Eastern people, it's like saying you people all rob us. They're, that's how they are. No, like there is a group in the Middle East that will buy your falcon eggs. It doesn't mean they're all bird people. <laughs> then, If that was true, then why wouldn't a Middle Eastern who lives in like Michigan buy your eggs? He might. He probably wouldn't. <laughs> He's a bird man. He could. <laughs> I read the Bible. <laughs> Wouldn't they all? Then the Bible would be like, and the birds, we Lord love those. God, we love those. God made birds, and we are Middle Eastern, even though there's not a West yet. Oh. And that's probably why they didn't like birds yet. There wasn't a West yet. Big words. Absailed down a cliff. Wow. So he's going down there getting falcon eggs because he found a buyer. It's not all yeah. the Middle East. You can't just mail them over there. <laughs> he's... <laughs> You don't care. He's got a buyer. He's got one guy yeah. that he sells to. It's like the bass at uh, Pro Shop on feeding time. Just <laughs> middle east. I got two peregrine falcon eggs. I know the entire region's going to lose their mind. <laughs> this is why you people can't stop fighting. Okay, we'll clarify. Not all of them. All right. Oh, now it comes. But it is the only country Retraction. that I know that only allows two falcons on a plane. On it a is plane. true. We don't do that. We that doesn't happen anywhere else. Because we're so I would civilized. Say they're big fans of falcons. Right. There's also India. <laughs> and, and birds of prey. Indians have chickens on their planes and trains. It doesn't mean all Indians love chickens. They're probably tired of them. The reason they only have two falcons on a plane is because they're not all bird people. Some people complain. Yeah. The planes that landing at LAX aren't loaded with falcons. <laughs> UAE Airlines uh, flying. Please put your tray tables up, your seat in your upright position, and your falcons away. <laughs> Remember, only two per plane. But we are bird people. Do I still get my carry-on item? Why only two? I have to leave my falcon behind? We've already got, we've hit our limit. Of Just another stereotype. <laughs> That's, you started it. <laughs> Man. <laughs> One that you believed in. Callan, I believe, is uh, Lebanese, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. We'll ask him. If he maybe, falcon, maybe he, maybe if, if he makes it in, and if he doesn't see a peregrine falcon on the way in and he doesn't lose he his He might mind, have one run on down his the, shoulder when he comes. He's probably got eggs. <laughs> We're the bird people, people. And now it's time for some science news. <laughs> it was time 10 minutes that was, ago. That yeah. was Hello, my friends. Professor Brady Bogan here with your science news. Oh. It was because you didn't say it with any conviction. You looked at me and went, because they're big. Uh, they're bird people. <laughs> That's made up. Rumors swirled this week that the Jimmy Webb telescope found alien life and that NASA was getting ready to announce it. Yes. But it was slightly overblown. There's a planet 120 light years from us called K218b that could have life. Um, last fall, we found evidence that the atmosphere contained the dimethyl sulfate that uh, is what uh, made living things. Basically, sulfate, like the molecules, yeah. is only made by living things, especially microscopic uh, plants in the ocean. You've lost the audience. <laughs> yeah. You have in the room, but it's not. This thing in soul glow over here, and you keep talking. They found soul glow on K two one nine five. Is all we heard. 
when Brett sang it, I'm like, I heard it. So I didn't want to say anything, but I heard that. So. Oh. Hey, 2195, they found Imodium Soul Blue. <laughs> Again, not a lot of conviction in your words. Oh. Oh, was but if the they found I don't hear about the dinosaur soul fate. No, so and if they found, like, you know, dudes with Jerry Curl, the planet Jerry Curl would be. There's life! Oh, my God. There'd be a, a what a discovery! Uh, yeah. They have a minimum of two fat white blondes on a flight to Solgla. <laughs> <laughs> the doomed Peregrine Moonlander uh, had issues after it launched uh, this month. It, yeah, they're crazy over there. They love those birds <laughs> in space. <laughs> it fell back to Earth yesterday. Burned over the uh, burned up over the South Pacific. It's the one that had a bunch of random stuff on board. Several people's cremated ashes. Mm. It was the one that got kind of goofy the other day or something. Yeah, it went off. So they track. thought it, they thought it went just into deep space and just headed home. It just crashed back on. Yep. Um, this is a good one. Uh, could the area you live in experience a damaging earthquake in the next hundred years? So hold on. The thing <clears throat> you gave uh, you gave uh, scientists and spacemen your grandma's ashes. Because it was her last wish to be spread into yeah. space. Did they get their money back? And she's or in Tahiti. Sure, they paid some money for that. <laughs> they just dumped her in the South Pacific. Yeah. She's, down, she's you know, down with the Titanic, Samoans. probably. Yeah, she's down there with Momoa. <laughs> well, at least they said, don't give us all the ashes. Just give us... Oh, give us a little chunk of Grandma, yeah. just in case. Yeah. So, well, good news is we know where she is. Bad news is her last wishes weren't... She's, we air-tagged her so you can always follow where Grandma is. She's over in Indonesia. <laughs> So the U.S. Geological Survey released a map that shows what your chances are. They say 75% of the country is at risk with an earthquake happening in the next 100 years, a damaging earthquake. But the map shows basically, you know, the California area. There's there's one hot spot in the Midwest. I could tell you in the next 100 years there's going to be a bad earthquake. Um, Finally, a poll asked people which scientists have had the most impact on the world. Which scientist? Yep. Oppenheimer. Albert Einstein ranked first, then Thomas Edison. Oppenheimer? That was like, the one that was, Yeah, especially coming off that movie. Remarkable. Yeah, I mean, that's first in mind because of that, but I'd even put him top of the list because... Maybe it's because they, they he don't... He consulted Einstein yeah. on that. But Einstein, I mean, Einstein was the... According to the movie, it was kind of like, eh, well, talk to you about it, but it doesn't seem like a Don't do idea. it. Yeah. But also, everything he did, I guess he didn't split the atom, though. That was already done. Was it? Yeah. I he, thought they he was just, the they, one that got no, the whole they process just, They had to going. race to blow stuff up because <laughs> they, they figured it out first over there. How do we contain it? Yeah. That's why it was such a, we need you to turn that into something massive quick like That's your science news. John, I'm starting to come around to your way of thinking. It's really funny how we have so much trouble with a successful space launch these days. Yeah. SpaceX just took some uh, foreigners up to the International Space Station. Bird people? (laughs) 9-11? No Falcons involved. Yeah, that's right. Only allowed two Falcons on a SpaceX out of Dubai. I've got two quick radio videos. Okay. First one's a skiing video. Do you remember the uh, ABC Sports? No Agony of Defeat? Back, yeah, Agony of Defeat. Never forget this it. This is in a uh, modernized version that they could use if they do another tra- trailer. Bring that one back. Okay. I'll get it. Get rid of your science music. 
are you doing? Science! You ever worked on that computer before? Here we go. He's Come on, need a bump? <laughs> you want a bump? We got some. Putting in a little cocaine vial is a bad idea. The kids are going to yeah. definitely graduate from that. All right, he's skiing on the... Is it on a ski jump? No, he's coming down downhill the but it giant slalom. Oh, he is in the slalom. Yeah. Oh, he's in the slalom race. Yeah. Is this, oh, jeez. That's oh. not exactly how you're supposed to win this race. I think he still had the best time. Oh, oh. Did he do the whole Please. track on his face? He hits that first gate. And yeah, I don't know if he over. crossed the finish line. Going 300 but... miles an hour? Yeah. he's. That's the fastest skier I've ever seen up to that point, which is probably why he's 80. not skiing anymore. 75, 80. No, that dude, he was breaking a record. That's why it fell out. Wow. Wow. Hold my beer, Caleb. Oh, oh no. Look above it. Just that Sonny Bono's <laughs> last day. Last one's a guy that just has uh, elastic skin. Very, he's, He can stretch things oh, all over. he's a falcon lover. Oh. He's pulling on his hairline and his whole... His, oh, oh, God. He's moving his skin around. Oh, he's got a disease. Jeez, he's like now the plastic finger. Now the finger. Oh, he's all rubbery. Is that real? Oh, there's not enough the music. There's not enough skeleton what underneath the skin. You know what's with the music, Brad. Yeah, Brady, Brady goes What down. happens when you own a falcon? Birdman.com. Yep. <laughs> Yikes. All right, Brett. All right. Tear down the Friday. There we go. Brett's videos, always entertaining. Never enjoyable. Uh, you got to look closer to the top of the screen for this one, and okay. if you blink, you'll miss it. Well, kind of. Video number one. Video number one. Reason not to go to the gym. Macabre nightmare. Not to go videos. to the gym. All right. It's a gym. It's an overhead shot. There's got a beautiful her, lady there with her headphones, and she's very pretty. Got nice Pretty abs. ripped. Yeah, she looks good walking away. Some people wandering through this gym. Some people laughing. Guy in a green shirt. Just kind of, oops, something might have hit him. Oh, what? Uh-oh, everybody's oh, running. Everybody's something. fleeing for their lives. Oh. Not real sure what, what just happened. happened. Did someone get shot? Yep. Dropped. Where? Oh, right, right, right there. Assassination. Oh, jeez. Jeez, I didn't. Did. I still didn't see it. Right I there. see the guy on the ground. But no, the shoes right up the, here. The guy in the blue this that just here. ran by. Oh, just walks up behind him and yeah, he shoots. Po- watch, he's holding the gun as he runs. Oh, up, my runs God. Yeah, definitely. And the hot girl nice runs right towards the gunshots. Everybody else ran away, and the hot girl ran she's towards heading, the gun. She's heading towards the exit. Is she? That's dumb. That's where the guy with the gun is. <laughs> well, there's oh, a show. Geez. Oh, jeez. There's the Thanks, guy. Brett, for the aftermath. All right. Wow, I got to deliver here. Wow. Was, wait a minute. Was that the motivational gym guy there? Yeah, yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Don't, let this, don't let this little incident deter you. We're promoting his business. Right. We here at Gym Box have only had one murder, and we cleaned it up real fast. <laughs> Potty by Jim. Come on down to Gym Box. We have new mats. You'll lose your mind with how good our ideas are. Oh. Uh, apparently, this is what expired roast beef looks like. Oh, no. Oh. All right, this is an old lady in a dress, and I don't think she's wearing any underpants. I don't know that she's old. She might be a meth head. She turns around. She's in a yeah, public she's restroom. Old. She's in a public restroom, and uh, her skirt is... Oh, no! oh God! She left the skirt! Oh, my God! Is there an egg in there? A falcon egg? Oh, my God! Wow. Oh, I should get. I should get two punches on my... I should get two punches on my Arby's card for seeing this. Oh, oh man, it's no, leaking. It's leaking something. God. Oh, Jesus, God. Oh, come on, Whoa, man. What happened to that? 
Uh, <laughs> what was and, uh, that? Big Montana and the. Oh, man. I'm off, I'm off bacon. We'll, we'll close with this one. Go get the cumber. Oh, Brett. I have a whole new relationship with that part of my body, oh, and I wish the video. same for you. This is sad. Oh, 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 God, I knew it. Lady is... Scarface song? Is that an arm, Barry? Right. There's a lady with her arm all the way to the shoulder in a guy. Somebody clearing supplies next to This lady has her arm all the way to the shoulder into this guy's behind. Oh, what's coming out of him? Pudding? What is that? I've never seen a sex toy that's four feet long until now, and there it is. Hey, he can taste that. Oh, my good. his Right. And meanwhile, he's giving himself an old-fashioned through this whole thing. All right, well. Wow. I'm not trying that. I'm up for a lot of ideas. That one's off the menu. That's, that's got to be a top ten for this year. That's the keeper for the way. Wow. We'll, we'll end there. And that's exactly what happened to that lady's vagina in the video before. That's the aftermath. We just saw them in opposite order. How do you like, all right, a little more. I think I got I think I think got up to the shoulder if you're interested in trying. How do you meet a girl that's like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll go bicep. long enough. I'll go biceps in. Yeah, what kind of classy broad is that? It has to be her idea, right? She sold him on it. No, I think he's coming in. Have you tried this? I think, you know, like, it's so amazing because sometimes, like, a girl will, you know, you get tickled. (laughs) Just a little. Then, like, you know, Brady's never even dabbled with a knuckle. Not doing it. This guy's like, go ahead. No, a little more. A little more. My wrist. A little more. I'm up up to the elbow. There's space. There's What are you feeling? That's your heart. How about this text? You know, guys, I can't see that video, but judging from the reaction, hey, Brady, you still think vaginas are self-cleaning? <laughs> right. <laughs> that thing is catching all of it. I got your lung in my left hand. A little more. There's room. Maybe that's what she's doing, cleaning it. Yeah, maybe she's just scrubbing it. Yeah. I'm sure that's what she's doing. Scrubbing it. But I don't know if you saw the Get old... Get your elbow into it. I don't know if you saw the scrotum. grease in there. The scrotum was doing a nice little back and forth dance, oh, which means he was down there. It. He was Wait, down there. Wait, you see it again? I can yeah, let's take it. Right. I'll show Brady that uh, part. Just for the replay? Because that little part... Because he's giving himself some... He's busy doing stuff, too. <laughs> well, she is. And she only had a glove up to just past her elbow. There was a good... It, went, it was too... It wasn't... She had another foot of... Yeah, it went over... Of skin to... Oh, hang on. Innered action. I could listen to this. That's also. like Rocky training music. No, it's uh, Scarface. Scarface. Oh, yeah. It's a Scarface montage. Go. Yep, look at that. I mean, she's all the way to the armpit. She can't push any further. He's got chains all over him. And, I mean, she's oh, working. God. She's scrubbing a floor. Wow. I've seen people scrub floors. Wow. That's the same motion. What? She's touching his heart. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. There's no way oh, she doesn't get <laughs> And then whatever oh, that is, it's pudding. It's man. pudding. It's, it's tapioca. She is, and now it's a plunger. Now there's just like I don't know what that is. That's goo. It's just more goo. Look at him go down there. Look at the bottom end there. He's working the bag. He's speed bagging down there. Right, thanks, Brett. Let's show Cal on that one. 
Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That made my, like, biceps deep. My wife goes biceps deep. Mine maybe does a knuckle. I don't think you're talking about We have to be drunk. John, how much of that video reenacts your uh, interaction with the raccoon? Oh, (laughs) that's how it felt. I'll tell you, when I fell on that rock and my my b-hole exploded, it (laughs) I'm, I may have traded in my experience for that just once. Probably a similar end game. The next morning, there was a lot of, hey, what happened? I'll have to replay that on our next vacation. That's no cat. Even people at KDKB are like, geez, that's too much. <laughs> I have fun with that, but I'm not doing that. Man. It's I mean, her arm has to be like a pipe clean. <laughs> he goes the other montage. <laughs> Playing five-finger dust punch. It's oh. never enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look. Because your intestines twist and turn. How's she going straight in and out all the way to the shoulder? She's man, Yeah, I don't know. Right, man. She's going to get tennis elbow. I don't want to watch it again. Or... She's no, going to get tennis elbow. No, no. She's not going to get tennis elbow. Stop it. going to punch you. He loves his own jokes. <laughs> he bathes in his own filth. Uh, it's 826. That is going to haunt me for ages. Uh, Brian Callen's going to join us a little bit. We love Brian. Brian Callen will be here in just a tick. We'll talk to Brian next. It's 98KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not, he's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98 uh, this is what you're one of my favorite people that ever comes you're my, one of my Scott, you're, you, you're one of my favorite blondes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> much. that right? I mean, what is this guy going to go gray? His telomeres must be super long. <laughs> Brian Callen, a series at Desert Ridge Improv uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. If you want to go, desertridgeimprov.com. And of course, uh, you were telling us about this radical thing you're doing, yeah. which is a podcast. Am I saying it yeah, right? Yeah, 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 guys. I do a podcast called called Off Limits now. Yeah. Well, there's Fighter and the Kid, but I have my own called Off Limits. Yeah, because the things we talk about are off limit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'd ask you what the topics are, but I don't think God, we can no talk idea. about it. Does it matter? Not you can't talk about this off on limits. the air. Yeah, they're off, off limits. The, yeah, except super. for in your yeah, Don't even bother trying to listen. Invite only. <laughs> You don't subscribe. <laughs> you have yeah. to be invited. Yeah, it's like you got to be so hard. You got to be invited. You're I, the American Express angle. platinum and There's of a waiting podcast. list. Yeah, yeah. That's there's impressive. a waiting list. And more importantly, I'll be at the desert, desert ridge, the ridge of the desert. It's my favorite. That that's like, where are you going? Going to the desert? Which part? The ridge, the outer. Nobody comes back from there. That's dangerous. I know. Callan's hitting the ridge. We'll never see him again. Yeah. Uh, Brian's out there uh, this weekend if you want to go Desert Ridge Improv. I got emailed. People sent me this yesterday, mm. and they are most curious about you. Yeah. Uh, people, like, how do you, I move the way I'm Yeah, why do you, how do you, like, you're like a panther. How does this kid move the way he's, th- like he's 30? <laughs> he's still a dancer at heart. <laughs> but the uh, uh, these, they're sending me audio of you, and I didn't know this because I, I haven't been invited, yeah. that you evidently are... In cahoots or tight with Sammy the Bull in some sort of way. I'm, 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 t- I'm, I'm. There is a, there is a very good chance that Sammy the Bull Gravano will be at my show. Is that, oh, don't no. How do you do it? Yeah, I got some. I got, I got some. I got some. That? I actually got some celebs coming. I'm not going to say who they are, but it's kind of exciting. But Sammy the Bull is what I'm the most excited. That about. That is amazing. And I call him periodically. We Facetime when yeah. I'm with my friend. How did that happen? 
I had I I literally uh, was watching him and I couldn't stop watching his podcast. Right. And I just said I I talked to Patrick David who had had him on because mm-hmm. I was doing his podcast and I said I gotta I gotta talk to this guy because I was yeah. living in New York when Sammy the Bull and John Gotti ran that whole yeah. place. Yeah. They controlled everything. But Sammy is one of those dudes. If he hadn't been a criminal, he would have been like a billionaire. Really? He, yeah, because he's so smart. Yeah, and and uh, he's kind of like to me, kind of like a modern day samurai. Like if, if, if he's one of those dudes who's like, I, I live by the sword, die by the sword. Like yeah. he's just one of those dudes. He he was the guy who Castellano said, "You're a racketeer, you're a businessman, and a gangster." You wow. Know? And yeah. I'm just fascinated by that. Oh, he's guy. fascinated. We did a, we did a, I did a YouTube show with him. I did a two part series called Best of with Brian Callen. And uh, <laughs> I invite only, invite only. And I flew him out. I flew him out. And I, and I, but I had to have an interview with him. Yeah. I had to, he, he's in the background while I'm talking to his assistant. And I had to explain why I was yeah. interested in him. And, and, and I, and I made, and I said, I'm flying you out. I'm putting you up and I'm paying you to come out yeah. here. Cause out of respect. Right. Hey, and spin through First it. of all, Sammy, if you listen, I want to apologize yeah. on behalf of these guys over here without there's no respect. None. But uh <laughs> but he comes from the same part of Brooklyn that my mother comes from. Okay. So there's a whole thing. But I had a great two days with that. So guy. how do you like what because uh, there's got to be he's the bravest uh I don't know if you say the bravest uh, like monster because yeah. he yeah, the yeah. thing he hears so many different stories. You got to understand so if you're from New York, I know where so I've eaten at Sparks Steakhouse. Yeah. It's in the middle of everything. Yeah. So he was like, let's kill the biggest gangster in the middle of in everything sparks. and we'll dress up like Russians. Yeah. That, and do it plan. in the road during dinner. Yeah. Like it wasn't him. midnight. And they shoot him in the middle of the it's yeah. like Christmas. Everybody like, wow, we're yeah. shopping. And then just we'll leave. I'd be like, what? can we can we sneak? And I said to him, I go, why don't you sneak up when he came out of his house? No, I wasn't going to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that in front of his family. Because of the family. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do that to the family. It, it it's a wasn't crazy honor. Amazing. And then at the end, he's the one who tears it all down. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, and then wanders off. And well, says, because John Gotti, he realized that he go. They go, you got to take the fall, and he goes, "Is this how we're going to do that? That's what we're going to do." Yeah, okay, yeah, Went right to the feds. See, because the whole thing had gone into a different element well, too. He was old school, and this new drug nonsense and everything that it had turned into yeah. wasn't what he signed. I think up he for. also realized that John Gotti was going to kill him. Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah. But yeah. I, who knows about this stuff? I don't. Right. You know, I just I've he, watched so many. Like he's uh, he doesn't talk because he's Italian. This is a, yeah, this is this is where he I stays don't know what quiet. He understands. <laughs> but then Sammy the Bull just, just you know, gets in trouble here in Phoenix. Well, no, but that's the thing that makes him like to me. Uh, but, it's like you were off. You're, you're done. You're out. You never had him on the pod on this. Show? I would love to. I'm going to talk to him. Okay, I'll talk. I would love to because it would be just a fascinating thing to say. But he's been asked all the questions you can ask. I want to know what he's doing now. Like he's how, done a lot. I know he's busy, but yeah. I mean, is it the is a head on a swivel? Is it a constant? Nah. No, no. That's the he's crazy the guy part. who decided. He's the guy when he came when he when he you know came here. He didn't get. He refused uh, witness what protection. Is, oh, yeah. He he and the Colombo family, I think, whoever ran this out here, yeah. they were like they literally said, "Look, this guy's coming, and and when this guy shows up, people end up in in the trunks of cars." Yeah. So they they had to have a sit down with him. They said. They they said, "Hey, what are your intentions?" He goes, "Relax, I'm yeah, just living." Here. <laughs> like, All right. So when you can the best thing you can, can hear from Sammy the Black. an entire yeah. family, yeah. underground family, you you, you got something. Yeah. And they knew, and he started to do like a little drug operation over at ASU and popping pills. Little legend, hey, allegedly. 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 Oh, wait, exactly. Look. See, you're oh. learning. You're learning. I Whoa. learned from the best. He told. I mean, <laughs> oh, but oh. yeah. So then he then he's just like, "Ah, yeah, screw it. I'm Sammy the Bull." Yeah. And just gets like out and, and he's 
like that's how scary he is. He tells stories. They don't. They don't go and get him. Yeah, and he gets a lot of requests to come on. But I imagine. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So yeah, people were sending me that, and they're like, "Charming. He can tell a story." I mean, I had dinner with him. I mean, it it was great. You don't worry. I learned. I ask him questions. I call him up and I ask him questions. I'm in traffic. I was in traffic. There, we're, I was coming from JFK, and I'm sitting in traffic again in New York always. It takes two hours because they're working construction. Right. And every time they got construction, it, there's nobody there. Right. It's all a scam still. And I call him up. I'm on FaceTime. The Uber driver couldn't believe it. I go, Sammy, explain to me how you guys did this because you're killing me. Yeah. Your legacy has got me in traffic. Yeah. And he went through all of it. And the guy's like, you're talking to Sammy the Bull. It was great. Yeah. And so the Uber driver was okay with the passenger just popping in with Sammy the Bull. Well, he, in the we we start. He That's said, "This awesome. is the this is the the Uber driver brought up that this is the construction that never ends." Yeah, and I said, "That's you know, that's them." Yeah, and it's always them, and yeah. it's here. Like what you don't know is it's it's in the, like Phoenix is hidden. Yeah, like, this is where everybody came to kind of hide out, but yeah. they kept their businesses. Well, going. The, the, but but what got the mob was everybody it was cameras everywhere. Was the surveillance yeah. state? You can't get away with that. Yeah, no, you can't do a hit. No, I mean you got the, you trucks know, don't go missing on the highway allegedly. No, they can they can trace everything. And it's and crazy GPS because it, it's it's all over. You don't even realize how much it's been. A Caliendo story is phenomenal because they had his uncle. Uh, I think it was Uncle Frank, and Uncle Frank used to always say things like, "You can't get cheese in Chicago without going through me." Like he was the cheese king of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. He'd remind the family on a regular. Frank tells the story so great. Tree, cheese. And so he passes I'm away. The big mouse. Yeah, he passes away, and they're like, "Oh, go to Uncle Frank's funeral. Everything's done." And then uh, a few years later, somebody sends a video of a guy in Oklahoma going, you can't get cheese in Oklahoma City without going through me. And then he he just shows up again one year, and nobody says a thing. Weren't we at his funeral? Wow. I got tired of Oklahoma. I came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he comes rolling back up. Take a little time off. Yeah, took some time away. uh, Heats off. Yeah. And he showed up again. Where'd you get that cheese? So it's just this undercurrent of all this stuff we don't know. I yeah. probably don't want to yeah. on how this world Well, ticks. I think the strength back then of the mob was that they uh, – and he, he Sammy the Bull talks about this – was the discipline. There yeah. was the, – the, if you're Italian, you understand it's like – Italians are very conservative people actually. Yeah. Especially like the family. There's a way to do things. There's a way not to do things. Yeah. Anything else is nonsense. Don't show up with all your – you know. I mean that's how it is. My grandfather was that way. Right. Anybody was that way. You can't have my grandfather with a new diet. I remember I came there. He's, he's cutting into a wheel of Parmesan. I go, you know, dairy. <laughs> Get out of yeah, here. He's, yeah. He's cut an apple with a knife. He just he could peel an apple with a knife. <laughs> the Sicilian just, yeah, you know, just, uh, you know, feed you to the hogs. He would just, he looked at me. Uh, <laughs> just occasionally uh, blurt that my out. My hogs, my hogs are hungry. <laughs> you know, I, that's your warning. Yeah, you didn't get a knock at all. Once he goes to the hogs, you shut up. He'd mumble something about being a communist. (laughs) (laughs) Nonsense. College nonsense. So, yeah. So you kind of grew up around it, but not in it. As far as you know. Maybe you were. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you I know, know you guys, don't talk about. You guys it. mind your peace and kiss. Yeah, that's it. That's why you're comfortable at dinner with the bull. That's all. That's nothing that's wrong with that. I am. I yeah. do love being around. He's just he's he's a charming. It's rich history. Smart yeah. dude. He's a smart guy. Yeah. You don't get to be what he is without being very smart. Yeah. Now he'll tell you he's a stone cold killer. Yeah. He said the first time he. Ugh. You can see it. I we're we're in the car. We're driving, and it's on the show. Best of with Brian Callen. <laughs> Invite only. And yeah, it's on YouTube, but invite only. And he he, he literally is sitting there and I and he said the first time he killed somebody, he's in the shower. There it is. He's waiting to feel something. 
and he could feel nothing. And he goes, and he turned, and he goes, and that's when I realized I was a stone cold killer. And you just see me I, turn in my own car. I look at, I look at the camera. I'm like, oh, well, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> you got this, right? You got, you got this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I, don't I think we're fascinated with people like that because it's not normal. In, yeah. Well, I think more it inside of us. We all have a. We all yeah. have that dark side, but most of us are too afraid to act on it. Right. And then you meet people who just are who did it. Just live in that. Yeah. I think That's it's why all those uh, murder. Oh, uh, the murder the podcast, the greatest things yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's the my my theory on stuff like that is like we always try to like look at a school shooting or something like that and try to make it make it make sense. Yeah, and we can't, so we're fascinated by like how do we normalize this in my brain that can't do it. Well, one it's, is it's yeah, way, one it's is, way advanced math. Well, school shooter is that's mental illness and crazy right. neurosis. Yeah, when you talk about systematic like yeah. organized crime where getting from point a to point b means you're in my way yeah and you had to go yeah and you're like what and it's sensible to there, that yeah you're yeah. living that with there's that that almost that samurai ethos that's sort yeah. of like this is the way of the warrior you're you're gonna die you're gonna die you're gonna go to jail something's yeah. gonna happen yeah. <laughs> you're Very getting out people, of my way yeah i have to hit pop B. your cherry you yeah. gotta you gotta take the 10-year bid because that's the way it is yeah you might have to take a 20-year bid it's we'll still be here yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just crazy. And to, and to like me, I would too. And okay, that's what well, I, I would say. I say this all the time. If I was like, I almost surrendered to a hive of bees once. <laughs> I, like, I am a coward. If it came over the hill and said, we're in charge, I'm like, where my, where's my outfit? Like, I want in. You and I, you and yeah. I like to talk and have a, have a laugh. I'd be like, first of all, is, I can't, there's not... There's no good coffee. <laughs> I literally think, I was thinking about, like, even if I could carry a gun, I, I, the, the truth is, yep. it's heavy. Yeah, they're heavy it and it's a lot. just throws my hips off. <laughs> and it'd be literally a matter of, uh, like, in, within a month, yeah. I'd be like, in my house, I'd be like, is, anybody see my gun? Yeah. I, it was, di- oh, I was vacuuming the car. I was digging into my, I left it in the back seat. I, I, yeah. I'm not a. If, if any of my flights didn't go to where they're supposed to go, yeah. and I ended up in the wrong hands. Uh-huh. You'd have seen me in one of those Al-Qaeda videos going, you know, they're not bad. If I would have been, had the, the terrible what white you, guy beard. Convert, I would have been in, in I'd seconds. convert so quickly, yeah. and I'd have a tattoo of, that would said Islam on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Christians. What do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you need from me? Is this the Constitution? Yeah. Sure, I'll rip it off. <laughs> I, I am, whatever it takes to just... That's my the Bible. Just tell me where. So that's the way it makes the most sense. Sammy would kill to get to be. Yeah. I'll surrender to yeah. get to be. Did you ever hear the story of Johnny Keys? When he had Johnny Keys, Johnny Keys was the hitman's hitman. And Johnny Keys looked at him and said he, he knew he was going to die. They, they had him. They had him. This, was, yeah. this is how he won. Sammy the Bull, this is how he won the war. You got to listen to the story. Yeah. Sammy the Bull went and posed as a punk. And he's like, can I get a glass of water? I'm so nervous and stuff. Yeah. I want to, we'll have a sit down. I'll meet with you. And they get him. They figured out a way to get Johnny Keys, who was the, 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 the leader and the biggest hitman. Yeah. The hitman killed 55 people or something. And they finally get him, and he looks at him like this, and he goes, do me a favor. When you do it, first of all, he goes. Key says this to yeah, him? Key says, when you do it, have it, have, it, have, it be, have it done by a friend of ours. In other words, the guy's got to be a made man. I don't want to be killed by a punk. No Make sure kidding. it's a made man. And uh, Sammy the Bull sitting there listening to him, and then he goes, and do me another favor. When you're done, my body, take my shoes off. 
And he goes, why? He goes, I told my wife I'd die with my shoes off, you know, at home. She, she, it's way, she'll know I was thinking about her at the end. Oh, my this God. What, and Sammy the Bull said, I started to fall in love with this guy because he was, he was the embodiment of Cosa Nostra. Yeah. He was the embodiment of a true samurai. And then he introduced him. He goes, <laughs> you're going to make me join I, this. Dude, <laughs> you guys are going to be in my crew. i got to jump in at the end of this. Yeah, there's a lot of nudity. I'm not going to lie. I have a different kind of organized crime. Yep. <laughs> but... But literally, get the goo ready. But but um, <laughs> but um, hey, you guys want to be in my group? Biceps my deep. We're going uh, biceps. We're going deep. When do we actually do crime? It just seems like we're doing a lot of gay stuff. <laughs> I'm shoulders deep in Callan. This is and, uh, part of the initiation. Why is Shab always filming it. What is going on? Yeah. Why do you smell like cologne? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And why are there candles lit? This is weird. Why are you shaving my chest? I'm not even hairy. Every time I check in on the podcast, it clicks no thanks for me. I can't get in. Invite only. Oh, Invite right. Only. I forgot about that part. Our gang's called Invite, Invite only. only. Where was I? Not members only. Yeah. But he introduced him. He introduced him. He goes, this man, he's a made man. Yeah. He's a, he's a friend of ours. And then he, he introduced him to the killer. Before, yeah. before yeah, he yeah. said this is Johnny, Johnny, they shook hands. And Johnny said, uh, they, he said, uh, I think they took the cuffs off him. And they tried to pull him out. He goes, get your hands off him. Uh, Sammy the Bull, get your hands off him. Respect. You know, don't touch him. How much of it's just bloviating? How much of it I is don't just think the winner, tells, the winner tells. The winner tells. Winner tells the tale. I think, I think yeah. when, when Sammy talks, I don't think any of it is. No kidding. I don't think any. Because he takes pride in how incredibly detailed it actually because is. Because a lot of it's ugly to yeah. hear. A lot of yeah. it's not, you know, you're kind of like, damn. Like yeah. ha- having to kill his best friend, having to kill guys he knew forever. Yeah. That's, that's, it's not pretty. He said, I'll tell you the truth. And when you hear it, he said, you want to join this life? You're going to end up in jail and you're going to kill your best friends. So matter of time, man. Yeah. And you join my gang. You're going to kiss. <laughs> you're you're going to practice you're surrendering. You're going to get your elbows wet. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You guys thought this was mafia stuff? <laughs> you have been yeah, misinformed. This is, this is straight guys gone gay. <laughs> what? You've been misled. <laughs> You've been misled. <laughs> you, y'all been misled. This is a rape culture. Are you still in? <laughs> These are my shovers, and they are touching. They're touching your thighs. You know, you get into this life, you're going to shoulders deep your best friend. Why? Shoulders you deep? You that's, just don't trust me. That's going to hurt my intestines. There'll, there'll be no test, like no knuckle first. We're going no, we're aces going. first day. Well, this is, this is, and the report says turbo and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, I'm the yeah. same way. I would I'd surrender. I have no issues with that. I, I, that's why I admire military guys so much. I actually admire mob guys so much because yeah. the bravery and, and the loyalty to something, well, I just I, don't have. Know, do you know Tim Kennedy? Who, who, I don't know the uh, name. Why do I know that name? Tim Kennedy wrote a book called Scars and Stripes. Tim was a. Uh, Tim was a Green Beret, but, but part of SIF, which I think is like their their sort of elite division of the Green Berets. Like, right. Tim was in the like UFC. Like Tim was in the UFC, fought at 185, one of the best 185ers no of all time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a yeah. stud. Well, he was, a, he was an operator. He was a Special Forces American hero and fighting in the UFC at the top of the food chain. <laughs> Any more questions? Jesus. <laughs> Any more questions? How bad do you feel about yourself? Oh, dude, we, I, we were on vacation. I vacation with guys like this because I like to produce estrogen the whole time. <laughs> and I got in the ocean. I got in the Atlantic. I was wearing a wetsuit. Not 15 minutes in, I'm shaking like a leaf. Yeah. Not built for the cold. Right. Not, got a long neck, everybody. <laughs> and a sunken chest. Training will be tough. And, yeah, yeah. 
sunken chest. Yeah, long neck. Seal training. <laughs> so I'd ring that bell before I – I'd be like, no, I can't. First of all, sharks. Second of all, the current. Yeah. And third of all, too cold. It's too cold. <laughs> Not built for it. Not built for it. Ding, do, you, ding. do you have a division where I stir the – where I keep the fire warm, where I tend to the fire and keep the soup lukewarm for the guys when they come back? My, my code name is – Stay safe. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Cookie. But uh, he got in the water. I, I was in a wetsuit, and I was there. I swear to God, ten minutes in, I'm in the North Atlantic. I'm in the Atlantic. Yeah. In the in the south of France, and I'm and I'm shaking, and the current's so strong that it's like I I was like I was on a boogie board. He right. takes a surfboard. I couldn't find a, sw- a wetsuit that fit his impossibly thick body. His, I sleep under a bridge because I'm a troll with long arms body. You're talking about one of the best fighters ever. Really? Yeah, and, and he was in the water for an hour in just shorts, in whistling wind, and, and it wasn't cold. That's why he's... That's why he's a special force. Yeah, that's why he's and, the guy. Yeah. yeah, and I'm a I'm his concubine. Have you been <laughs> Have you been on vacation with him since? Well, this was recently. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think you passed the test to go on the next one? Uh, I I don't know. I'll be in I'll be in Vegas. I'm hosting. <laughs> he said you're hosting a panel on veteran suicide. I go whatever you say. <laughs> so shot show January 24th. If you're there in Vegas. Get reserve your spot. Wait a got a comedian hosting that. I'm gonna I'm gonna moderate. Yeah, yeah another gonna... thing about suicide, guys. <laughs> I get my yeah. suicide chunk oh, out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> I got ten minutes on suicide. Perfect. You yeah. hired the right guy. Yeah, I can yeah. make anything funny. Yeah, I can't imagine like the the roundtable meeting there. Just, well, who's gonna host this? We need somebody funny. Yeah, yeah. let's get Brian Callen. Callen will do it. Yeah. I'll do anything. It's like we were talking yesterday. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm fascinated because of this life in radio and uh, like advertising and all the stuff that we deal with in America. And downtown, they're wrapped buildings and they do it in every major city now. They got big buildings with advertising on the side. Yeah. And I saw a picture in Tehran of what was actually quite beautiful art yeah. of a missile going through a beautiful blue sky. And it came from the same color palette. The whole thing, artwork, was from the same thing. The missile went through. And in Hebrew and I think, uh, I don't even know what the other language was. Farsi. Farsi, that's right. It said, prepare your coffins. That's wow. the tagline that some they sat around in like Mad Men of Tehran yeah, we and came what up agencies with. Agencies got cut. Yeah, look at this. hair. But no, like somebody had to do the artwork. They had to commission Whoa. a guy to wrap the building. They needed to go like, oh uh, no, have have the Hebrew version in red and the Farsi in oh, yellow. Boy. Like this is a full <clears throat> advertising agency. Yeah, and how different life is just on the other side of the world. So interesting. Where it says. <laughs> Prepare, prepare your is it prepare your grave. No, like that the round yeah. table. Yeah, prepare your grave. Yeah, pad your grave. I prepare no mm. coffin. Is coffin sounds more coffin is like immediate. <clears throat> There's nobody in it yet. Yeah, yeah. and that's the message. Yeah, like is. your babies will die. Yeah. No, too direct. Too direct. <laughs> we don't want to have go. one just the, the women that yeah. show the babies are yeah. the explosion. <laughs> yeah, like spreading in the and then the one guy yeah. whose artwork didn't go. Like yes, yeah, so people <laughs> just it'll, in the air. It'll be a cubist impressionist. There had to be stuff they turned down. That's a little aggressive. And then the color pattern, that's too pastel. It's a billboard. It's a billboard. Can we yeah. brighten it up a little bit? Yeah, we need to, the blues need to be more like, like people, pop. draw the eye. Draw the eye <laughs> to the, the Israelis, The Israelis are like, been here before. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're ready. We got coffins. Netanyahu was part of Seriat Metkal. Yeah. Do you guys know what Seriat Metkal is? Yeah, that's the that's their version of SEAL Team 6. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, uh, 
Bibi Netanyahu <laughs> and Benny Gantz and, and Golanz and the other guys who yeah. spent a lot of time, just a lot of time. Those that Mossad that the, those it's, guys are not playing around. They can't. They, they're, they're, it's biblical. Read yeah. the Old Testament. This ain't no. nothing new. <laughs> this ain't nothing new. Gaza's mentioned in the Book of Kings yeah. a number of times. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get, it's crazy when you read it. It's like, no, nah, they're like, been here, been here, yeah. been ready. And we revived, we revived an ancient language. We came from the Russian ghettos. What do you got? Yeah, and then bring I, it. Your yeah, two yeah, pictures of yeah. missiles. Oh, the world hates us? Yeah. Used to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no Get kidding. In line. It's yeah, a yeah. thing. I, I, Netanyahu's the only person that ever said anything on television that gave me legitimate chills once. After 9-11, he yeah. was on CNN. And I always thought he sounded like Gene Simmons, which made him kind of funny to me in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. But he was uh, he's on TV, and the guy said, well, you know, with Israel in the mix of this, what do you think? And he goes, there's two things you have to ask yourself. You have the means. Do you have the will? And I just went, oh, God, that's nukes. Oh, no, 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 dude. How about when they when they yeah. killed that Hamas leader, I think in South Lebanon or something, and they were like, how dare you and stuff like that. And he said, and one of the guys, I think he worked for Mossad, he said, I'd like to congratulate our military and uh, and Mossad and everybody else. And please understand, anyone else in who belongs to Hamas and had something to do with October 7th, we have an account to close with you. And we'll, and we'll be in touch. Prepare your coffee is nothing to that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. They'll play the long game. Yeah. It's no I'm, wonder Jews are so good at advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it true? Because, <laughs> I mean, oh, that man. just flew Thousands off of the years. cuff. Imagine yeah. that meeting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. Did you hear Ben? Yeah. Wow. What's funny is I was in Israel, and I actually was in the West Bank th- uh, three months before, you know, asked me what I was doing there. What are you doing there? You guys keep waking up free. I'll do what I do. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was trying to broker a piece. I was like, guys, guys, enough. And they, were like, and they were like, we won't. The minute I leave, that's yeah. what happens. Yeah. But um, it was it, 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 Israel at that time was totally divided. Yeah. They were they were in the streets. They were, you know, I mean, Netanyahu, this, the right they wing, the left out. wing. The, yeah. Yeah, you go to Tel Aviv, they're like, we live with the Muslims. They're our brothers. And then yeah. you go to like Jerusalem, and it's like, get out of it. It's, yeah. it's, it's a crazy thing. Yeah. But um. Uh, you know, uh, and then once that happened, man. And you were over there doing what? I was, my dad decided to take us on an 11 day excursion of the promised land to, the Mecca. to see where Jesus was buried, you know, no crucified. Yeah. And you see the rock where Jesus was laid out, right. about, you know, Golgonisa. allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then I got stigmata, which is weird. <laughs> Did they, you get one? I know. <laughs> now that's weird. And because they have guys who will do it. I hate, like, yeah. I'm not even religious. Yeah, but, you, you, you know, get a the, caricature drawn on yourself and then a dude just drives <laughs> nails yeah, well, I, I walk in and the statues were crying blood. So apparently that was a thing. <laughs> and they fell out of people. Get out of here. I know. They fell at my feet. And then I went to the wailing wall and you could hear wailing and it wasn't the jews so whatever you guys want to say i don't know wow yeah, yeah, I, would, yeah. I would like to travel with you yeah whatever <laughs> i'd like B, to see that and i was like brian callen bc it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter guys doesn't that, mean guys, anything the podcast right. is called off limits yeah. invite before, only we're before callen is a thing i don't know i hate I like it that's it. the I know. media it's so heavy on you yeah that's what you guys yeah. say I'm not yeah. so much pressure but you gotta wear it it's your weight you know, and that's the problem. Stigmata. Yeah. <laughs> my back, my back cross, but the cross looks all wavy because because I I never I never don't do pull ups because <laughs> my back routine's insane. <laughs> 
By the way, I did my fan. I literally did. I had big Mata pull-ups. Oh, God. That's impressive. On a cross. That is impressive. Iron crutches holding myself up. You were Jesus. You're like, thank you. Yeah, but it's it's an L shape. But it's an L shape. His legs are up. Every day they came to check on him. The fan is a little bigger. I went and did. I went and had. I went and literally did a health screening. Like one of those. It's Tony Robbins Center Fountain Life. Oh, man. Peter G. Montes, where they give you an MRI, test you for 50 different kinds of cancer. Oh, no. They give you, I know everybody's scared, I don't right? want to know. I was scared when they went through it, and they were like, you're, you're good. They look into your arteries with, like, you get an iodine. You, yeah. you, they yeah. shoot you full of iodine. This is going to feel hot on your <laughs> on your genitals. I'm like, oh, you know. And they look into your heart. I mean, it's like taking a microscope. You, they're going to find something, you, yeah. right? What do you got? I, well, I mean, I'm immortal. But my you my, paid for that? I could have told you that. I hit him with this. My testosterone. I've never taken any testosterone. Yeah. I've never done right. any of that peptide stuff. Right. Nine sixty. Nice. Nine. Apparently, that's 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 what really a good. Twenty five year old man. Is. <laughs> man, that's what a that's what a SEAL team guy. Has. When he's got some help. See, I was impressed. Mine was 722. Yeah, yeah. And I oh, took yeah, the testosterone, I got to 1,200. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. My dick fell off. What? <laughs> Stop using it. My, my dick fell off. My dick plopped off. Yeah, it Started off. its own life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. I keep mine I keep mine tethered tethered to my leg because he's always angry. Because he's unruly. Ah, he's unruly. <laughs> well, my dick's restless. Got a, I got a case of the rest. And you got day. nine something in your testosterone. I don't know That's what it was. Impressive. I was hoping it was it was lower so I could just shoot myself up with all the deca. <laughs> yeah, he'll fall out. I want traps and delts. It's all I want. Well, look like a cobra. Give, give me, yeah, give me an excuse. Man. Gotta uh, wait till I'm 60, I guess. Guys, I'll be at the Desert Ridge <laughs> Improv. I know you say the Desert Ridge, but I say the Desert You added a second desert. Yeah. Uh, desert Ridge Improv tonight, tomorrow, Sunday, DesertRidgeImprov.com. Brian Callen, always brilliant. Uh, the, the podcasts. I don't listen to podcasts yeah, because I'd steal ideas. Not when you guys are still on the air. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> I don't have time for podcasts with Brady and I can't. Johnny Boy. I'll steal your ideas I accidentally. Know. I can't listen to other stuff. I'm like, That's great. You know and then what? three days later, I start saying, I'm like, well, uh, that's not mine. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, you can't help it. Like, a good idea is a good idea, and you want to pass it on. I'll listen, I, to, I'll, I'll listen to great uh, bits, and I just yeah, like, got to get it out of my head. Yeah, you got to run from it because it'll sneak up on you, and you don't realize you're, you're taken. I did a whole bit about the first time I did cocaine, and I was like, I, I was like coming up with ideas for businesses. Mm-hmm. I was like, we'll come up with a huge, with huge candles. We'll make big candles <laughs> because if you have a castle, where do you go? You have nowhere to go, right? <laughs> the problem, it's a funny bit. Yeah. The problem is Mike Young, my buddy, used to open for me, and he's, he's, he has no business opening for me. He's an amazing comic. But he did a bit about opening a candle shop. <laughs> and and I had a dream where I remembered it. I called him up. I go, Mike, are you, do you do? And he goes, yeah. And I go, I've been doing your bit on stage. Crushing. You're, you're welcome. I added I know. You're I, welcome. I, I did enhance it. I did, en- I did enhance it. But you it. can't help but like, like hear something. Like if I'm listening to you, I'm like, oh, Brian makes a ton of sense. That makes sense. And a few days later, you're on that topic. You're like, I have a thought. It's not mine. Yeah. But I know I agree with it, and now you know you get caught in that. So I stay away from. It. But your podcast, I have listened to, yeah. and it's phenomenal. The kid. It's a blast. Oh, yeah, you fighter and the kid. No, I'm not allowed in off limits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. not invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah invited. you're not invited. Uh, Brian, leave us with words of wisdom. You have so much. Um, my words of wisdom. Um, that's a that's a that's a good uh, that's a good question. I would say, <clears throat> I would say, I, I really actually believe that there is something. Uh, 
something like a higher good that is uh, oh, synonymous you. with uh, truth. So um, don't don't be a cynic in your life and don't be a nihilist. It is worth looking for something um, that is uh, a higher truth. There, it is worth looking for a, a, a truth you probably won't ever reach, a good you probably won't reach, but it's worth uh, it's worth trying. So I disagree. There's nothing. Ah, Brian Callen, everybody. I knew it. There's Until, no reason really? to fight for How it. How about I take my shirt off? Too oh bad you guys can't God. see that. Now do you believe yeah. in God? <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Thank you. Brian Callen, everybody. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Man, is this show going fast? Brian Callen is amazing. If you haven't seen Brian live, uh, by all means, get it over there to the the all new Desert Ridge Improv. You know they tore that CB live down and rebuilt this thing. It's the Desert Ridge Improv, and it is. Pretty much the same, just a new sign. But they really, so you can the smell AI the new technology in there. Smell the new flooring, and it just feels good. Uh, Brian's out there all weekend, and totally worth your time to go out there if you want to laugh. That's the direction I would head. I also want to say thanks to everybody for sending me. I can't get enough of this internet sensation that's going around this week, uh, which is different pictures of uh, Brittany Mahomes and Taylor Swift hanging out together with OJ Simpson uh, lurking in the background in his Bill ski cap. There is not much funnier than that constantly coming up on my email so thanks to everybody who's fired that over to me and not just in the booth like pictures of them at dinner like they've inserted oj into bill's uh ski cap yeah. pretty much everywhere those two have ever been and i don't think i'll ever get tired of that it's the but best thing on the it's uh, so funny right, right now because i got another one just second like they were at they were at some dinner and there's uh taylor swift and mahomes and they're right next to each other and oj is in the window it's like not even it's not even like <laughs> You'd have to look. You'd have to. Why did this guy send me a picture? Oh, I see it. OJ lurking is awesome. Go Bills! Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by my friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And of course, if you want to get on out there and uh, get in great shape, that that goes without saying. If you want to go out there and start learning some skills that help you uh, be safer out there on the streets, these weird streets, uh, they got that too. But also, you get to hang out with some really cool people, like-minded individuals. Now, that's a fun thing to do nowadays. You get everybody with the same goal in the same room, uh, trying to accomplish the same things, and they're all helping each other. Uh, It's missing from everyday society. Most of the time, you run into obstacles, roadblocks, and everything else. This is a place where everybody's on the same page, going the same direction. doesn't matter what political affiliation, doesn't matter what you do for a living, doesn't matter your social class. Everybody's got the same idea. And you get to be in a room of people united with one idea. And it's fun people. Like if you're looking to like hang out with fun people who want to do fun stuff, this is the place to go. So it's not only just a place to get in shape and learn skills that could save your life or the people around you. Uh, it's uh, people next to you that you realize, oh, this guy next to me is doing the same thing. That's one less uh, sheep on the streets. And the more of those we get, uh, the more trouble these bad guys will have picking out victims. And that's what they do. They teach you all of that, and they do it at a price you just can't beat. Grab it right now. ReactDefense.com. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. little follow-up on Arnold Schwarzenegger paying the fine for carrying that unregistered watch over to uh, Germany. Was uh, it Austria, right? He flew into Munich. Oh, was and it that's Munich where they that detained him? him. Um the watch sold last night for two hundred ninety-three thousand. Ten thousand dollar fine. 
Yeah. Hundred thousand dollar watch was the value of the two hundred ninety three thousand dollar price tag. And now that watch has a story. Yep. So this hundred thousand dollar watch by itself is now the Schwarzenegger. You know, he, joke t- he did about uh, five minutes of stand up too when he went up there to auction it off. You know, there was a time I had my whole arm inside of another guy, and I lost this very same watch. And then I got a ten thousand dollar fine for you know diving in and getting it myself. He says usually when he he's put in handcuffs, he he, he has to pay five hundred dollars. Yeah. They put me in handcuffs. <laughs> the best part was his delivery. Yeah. He put me in handcuffs. Can you people believe that? Huh? Handcuffs. Normally, I'd have to pay five hundred dollars for such yeah. a thing. Hey, hey. <laughs> These are the jokes, people. It's this on. <laughs> start to bid. Start to laughing or else. And that's one thing I haven't done. I've been Gavin Earp. I've been a movie star. I've been a Mr. Universe. Now I'm going to do stand-up comedy. Two Jews walk into an airport. That's part four He's of his yeah, life. part four of his weekend. life. I'll be out there to the region proud this weekend <laughs> with the very minuscule and weak Brian Callen. Andrew McCarthy made a documentary called Bratz about the impact of the Brat Pack in the 80s. He interviewed other members like Rob Lowe, Amelia Estevez, Demi Moore. Um, it'll come out on Hulu later this year. Yeah. yeah. Does anybody care about that? It's just a, that's a tiny window of a generation that cared about the Brat Pack. I'm surprised it's taken this long for someone to do that, though. I get it in like yeah. 2000. 2024, yeah. like everybody who was into the Brat Pack is 60. And Evidently, uh, the, the guy uh, from the New York, New York Magazine, a writer, he coined the term Brat Pack in 1985 yeah. on a cover story. The difference between started. the Brat Pack and who they were kind of named after was the Rat Pack is that nobody in the Rat Pack's career went to crap. They were always legends. Judd Nelson disappeared. Emilio Estevez, meh. Ali Sheedy disappeared. Like, this wasn't a group of people that aged in Rob Hollywood. Lowe went through uh, some well, Rob and Lowe, and he's been he's pretty He's about the steady. only one that came out. Yeah, generationally people know. You'd have to explain Ali Sheedy to, like, everybody under the age of 30. Michael Anthony Hall. and Yeah. I mean. John Cryer. He stuck around. Yeah. Was he, he disappeared for a minute, though. Yeah, he's in, that, of. He's in that crew. Well, he was in Pretty in Pretty Pink, Pink, so... Yeah, I always think of it as the St. Elmo's Fire. Like I, they, don't, yeah. I didn't put him in they all either, put, but they put him in there. When they hired the good ones, they put him in St. Elmo's Fire, and Cryer wasn't one of them. <laughs> Madonna is being sued by two people because her show started two hours late. They say it was harder to get transportation home. They had to either... Uh, you can sue for babysitting fees. I'm suing! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see what happens there. Troy I never do this. Yeah, that might be. Oh my God, we've been here for two hours. Our Chinese adopted baby is. We, we can't afford this. <laughs> Jodie Foster was turned down the role of Princess Leia for Star Wars originally. Went to Carrie Fisher. We know that. Yeah, but the reason why she turned it down is uh, that movie um, at the time was Parent Trap. She was in Did Parent Trap. I don't think that's right. She was in Freaky Friday. Maybe you're thinking of that. Oh, I thought it was. Parent Trap was in the 60s. Let's see. Maybe it was Freaky Friday. You did no research. I saw it. I I saw it a minute ago and I lost it. (laughs) You don't know what's going on. We'll go with Freaky Friday. I'm going with that one. All right. So the whole story you just told was based on the idea that she turned it down for another movie, and you don't know what that is. It was a Disney movie. Okay, but <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, like, you told the story so to let us Steve know. Willie, but yeah. she wasn't <laughs> that. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> the whole I knew it wasn't Steamboat Willie. The whole nuts and bolts of your story was Jodie Foster turned down Star Wars for unknown. <laughs> Two planes have crashed into the World Trade Center, and that's about all I'm looking into there. We'll be right back with sports after this. <laughs> the Speaking of sports, that's what I said. Yeah, it was the yeah. uh, Haley Mills. That was yeah. way back. It's Freaky and Friday. Then, uh, was Lindsay Lohan. So that's that it. It's sense, Freaky yeah. Friday. I'm glad I could help. Yeah. Thanks for the help. You're welcome. Welcome. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills on our six game winning streak. It started December 10th when they beat the Chiefs. Six games ago. Now the Bills are getting a new stadium. Construction has already begun, uh, but they use this huge pit back there. And the Bills Mafia have been jumping into the pit ever since they started that, December 10th. They've been on a streak, so got to keep jumping. Yep, sacrifice. Is Dan Holmberg going out there to oversee this, or maybe what? I, don't, I don't know if that's their their job. <laughs> the old company is running the Bills Stadium, but if it is, it better be on time or he'll show up. <laughs> Evidently, we've been saying uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey's na- last name incorrectly the whole time. Kelch. It's, that would be uh, my Kels or Kels. 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 Okay. Yeah, because I always looked S, at it and I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. You wouldn't say the E. But they said his dad just got tired of... Fixing it. Yep. Lionel Richie says you couldn't do We Are the World now. Most of them are dead. Everybody sounds the same as far as if you did a oh, reboot right. of it. Yeah. The vocal variety to him is not to hear. And then, do you know um, Desmond Child? He wrote 80s hits for Kiss, Bon Jovi, Aerosmith. I, I don't know. I wouldn't point him out. And uh, some other bands, but he says grunge okay. musicians weren't really guitarists. They couldn't really, they weren't really good. Yeah, there were three guitars. chords. What they did was fix all the nonsense that was going on in the well, 80s. Three chords in rock and roll has been... It's what you have. They had to simplify what was going on or we were going to get more warrant. All those solos and the how fast can you play music was getting ridiculous. So these guys came out with the three chord. Uh, beautiful. Hey, ACDC's made a career. Yeah, the three chords is like all we want. Make it catchy and go. Nirvana was the three chord king because it didn't even have to be in tune. Yeah, you tell me Pearl Jam's not music. You tell me Soundgarden. Those guys can't play guitar. That dude's out of his mind. He's just one of those '80s guys that can't let go. His genre died. Uh, it's Chris No, no, no. Chris oh. gets it. Chris knows it's dead. He just doesn't Does like he? it. He just doesn't <laughs> like it. Uh, it's nine thirty three. There you go. That's your entertainment drill. The Guadalupe Squares are coming up next, and that's why Momo just wandered in. Hi, Mo. Look at your hair all clean and. I know, I showered for you guys today. You look today. nice today. Thank you. Most of the time you come in here like, Grubby. he's gotten into a fight. Well, I did, but we're not going to get into We'll it. talk about we that. We just oh. birthdays. Oh, yeah. Huh? Adriana's uh, birthday's today. Oh, no. Well, we got some sopranos in it. Okay. Don't worry. The Guadalupe Squares <laughs> are coming sure. up. Well, we got tickets to go see <laughs> Rob Schneider in a couple weeks. Schneider's going to be over at the uh, AZ Federal Theater, so we're going to get tickets to Rob Schneider. Uh, we need a girl, we need a boy. The Guadalupe Squares are coming up next. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself? He's evil? Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98. All right, let's get right to this, shall we? It is time for your Guadalupe Squares. Our hostess, Mo, is here. Welcome back, Mo. How are you? Thank you for having me. Great. How are you? Always welcome. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. 
We saw the new KDKB promo video this morning. <laughs> I did too. I got to tell you, remarkable. Great editing yeah. from uh, Dom in the yeah. web department. Shout out to Dom. The reach in and find the 21 Pilots tickets promotion looks to be going well. You know, uh, I really miss doing What's in Moe's Box. That was a lot of fun. Um, and in this oh, particular video, we horrifying. were making Masa. So. <gasps> horrifying. Yeah, Masa comes out of the guy. Brett's oh, videos God. are the worst. Oh. Brett's videos are the worst. I know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Thank stop you. doing the videos, Brett. Never, 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 never. Uh, it is time now for Mo to host these squares. The Rob Schneider tickets are on the line, so we'll give you those. If you win it, we got the girl, we got the boy, we got the hostess. Mo, it is your squares. Miss Bergeron, take it away. Thank you, Chancellor. I'm the Tupper Square. Our president is here. It's Biden. Yeah. Hey, Biden. Go to New Hampshire. Yeah. The primary. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. Talk to us about it. No, stop smelling my hair. Yeah. We've talked about this. I'm not Kamala. Like massa. No. Like massa. Massa. <laughs> Did you see the video too? Did you like the video? Kamala, I, there's I'm a lot I did. Oh, hey, whoa. What like, is happening? We're running for president. Again. Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what? I have to. <laughs> Do you know what the president yeah, does? Right. Okay. New Hampshire. No, no. <laughs> New Hampshire. Got a problem up here in New Hampshire. I'm not on the ballot. Oh, I don't think that's yeah. right. But Mo. Yes. Mo. Joe. Joe Mo. Mojo. 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 Mojo for 2024. Do you have enough Mojo? top billing. <laughs> oh, no. Like a Kamala Hairless. No. Oh, no. What is that? Yeah. Kamala Hairless? Yeah. She leaves it on the crowd. Let me smell. Uh, no. Oh, smell it. America. Okay. All right. In the top middle square, here to tell raunchy jokes is Arnold. To tell you raunchy jokes. How are yeah. you doing? How are you this morning? Are you, so you doing some stand-up now? What do you call Mo? <laughs> what do you call Mo if she came from the Jurassic Age? <laughs> a lick a lot of puss. <laughs> That's right. I do dirty jokes now. I, oh, it's good. I started hanging out with Brady. Brady writing jokes for you is a bad thing. Yeah, it really Over is. there, get that going. <laughs> oh, God. That's right. What do you call most family. What did most families say? I'm not very good at it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> You're not. What did most families say when the apartment complex fell down on them? <sighs> what? Get off me homes. Okay. That was it's a joke about Mexicans. Right, Brady's dying over yeah, here. I know, Brady's dying over here. Oh, God. Is this thing on? <laughs> over here, you guys are back to predators. Nobody has a sense of humor. <laughs> Give them the laughing gas, Cohagen. You see what they did there? That was good. I need a laugh track. I like your new girlfriend. Very pretty. That's a very pretty lady. I I upgraded for Maria. You should see how she's so tight. (laughs) The new one, Maria, gave birth to those square-headed children and ruined everything. So then I find this new lady. I upgrade. I have a nice one there. It's very nice. She's also got three boobs. Ooh, that's Just like incredible. in Total Recall. One, I love two, it. three eyes. Is it the same woman from Total Recall? It is. I married her. Oh. Took her back from Mars. <laughs> She's a very impressive lady. I mean, I think she got shot in that. Do you want to buy a watch? No, I don't. Okay. Okay, let's move on. On the top right square, here to explain those red dots on his hand, it's syphilitic Trump. Okay, that's another one. Oh. A lot of people saying I've got the syphilis. Cut off syphilis. Then what is it? Yeah, like chicken and you know what? I consider it. I consider it a compliment. Uh, I consider it a why? compliment. People look at me and say that guy probably pulls so much ass. I don't think more than likely has syphilis. So it's a hickey on your hand. They don't know. No, it was just a paper cut. I, uh, what do you have multiple of them? What are you doing? I was. I was. I'm a cutter. <laughs> oh God. I was. I'm a paper cutter. But I'm there, and I hear. I hear Carville, James Carville, running all over the news, <laughs> telling everybody I've got the clap. 
which, by the way, as a man who's very sexual knows, clap and syphilis are different. Clap is gonorrhea. Have that, too. <laughs> the ooze is different? Yeah, I got that, too. Oh. You know who doesn't have any of this stuff? Oh, yeah. No, the anal leakage and the oozing. Oh, and the weeping sores. The weeping sores. A lot of people look at the weeping sores and they say, those are the best-looking weeping sores ever. Oh, no. That's clear that. and unadulterated syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> I've been harvesting a pelt. Got that. <laughs> pelt that's on my head. I wear it there. I have a pelt that's covered. Syphilis. Gonorrhea. Name it. Name it STD. I've got it from all the ass. Super G? So you're all collecting? Super yeah. G. I've got the super guns. The super- they call it. <laughs> super guns. I got it inside me. Super gun gun. Super gun gun. Yeah, it's a 90s hit. That's a 90s. And you know who doesn't have any of this stuff? Joe Biden. Can't get it up. That's the big oh thing. Nobody God. looks at Joe. And think syphilis. People look at me and they're like, probably. Maybe he uses protection. <laughs> probably has it. Probably got a good case of the syph. Okay. And then my hands start bleeding spontaneously, like Jesus. <laughs> no, okay. What, like a, a lot like Christ. Video? A lot like Christ. My hands just open and bleed, a lot uh, like Jesus. And a lot of people do a lot of comparing. Not the same A lot thing. of people compare. I'm not saying it. The others are. Okay. <laughs> Have you noticed that uh, the Christ-like features on Trump's hands? <laughs> that's what people say. That's what I've heard. You got that I've Jesus bod, you know. I no, see that's it. That's right. People look at Toledo, they don't think syphilis. They look at me, they think probably has a <laughs> terrible, horrible case of syphilis. And why? From urine. A lot of urine pulled oh on top God. of me. Oh, yeah. I hear that cures things. VD is nothing to clap about. <laughs> hey, is this thing on? Okay, Arnold. It's a very good one, Arnold. Very good one. Both hosts of The Apprentice. Both of us. <laughs> oh All right, moving on. Both of us clear-cut cases of STDs <laughs> in our lives. All right, moving on to the middle left square. He just turned 93 years old. It's James Earl Jones. Oh, hello, sir. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Darth. I am not Darth Vader. This <laughs> is James Earl Jones, and I actually have to use this to breathe because I'm so old now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm Darth Ventilator. Darth <laughs> Ventilator. <laughs> no. No. Everybody ages. <laughs> It isn't pretty. I'm going to need one of these little womp rats to come clean up my underpants. Okay. Did the doctor do to you what Brett's videoed? Yes, he went earlier? deep. He oh, searched man. deep, searched long and hard. Uh, and he found nothing. I guess it's good. He told Happy me if I let him nothing? do it, he will come. And I did. Oh, oh my God. This thing on, how he get on the last? That was low-hanging fruit from a 93-year-old man. <laughs> All right, moving on to the middle square. Oh, God, somebody clean that up. Falcon or Brady, middle square. (laughs) Holy Akbar, what was that? Anyway, I uh, spouted out a fact this morning, a Brady fact, which when translated means... But it took two hours to confirm. Let me finish the sentence. (laughs) Complete bullshit. I'm out of dead rats and I'm covered in Middle Easterners and Falcons. So I'm gonna need a hand getting home. I got a, I got a Lincoln Navigator just chock full of Falcons and guys named Muhammad. <laughs> Little known Brady fact, and again, that's complete complete bullshit. <laughs> is that all Middle Easterners love birds? They're birdmen. They're the birdmen of Earth. Every one of them. Bird yeah. Man. <laughs> they are the bird. That's why they love flying so much. Yeah, you and just like wings. birds, sometimes they smash into the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like 9/11. Oh no, oh, God, Brady! Wait a minute, the emergency. Yeah, service? I dialed 9/11 yeah. the other day. I'm like 9/11. That Kirby broke her finger, and he said, uh, "What does this have to do with Akbar?" And I said, "I don't know. I, I dialed the wrong number." <laughs> 
and I got the Middle East. But I did get some Falcons out of the deal. Well, congratulations. Pretty good. Steve Portkowski's at the house. Uh, Billy Joe Bear. It's hard to bring up memorable Falcons. Uh, O.J. Anderson. <laughs> All Maybe right. he was there. I don't know. He was a falcon. All right. Let's move on into the middle right square. He's here to talk about the Bills in the playoffs. It's OJ. You know, before you go into OJ, I'd just oh, like to no. tell you Brady's very brave because training birds, that's foul work. Oh, what okay. is going on out there? All right. You're done. My stand-up camera routine is dying. It's dying out here. It's dying. And speaking of death, OJ, take it away. Loving his ass. I'll tell you that. Yeah, hey, Twitter jump? world, formerly known as X, now known as Twitter X. Let's go, Sully. Yep, it's Buffalo Bills weekend. <laughs> we got the Chiefs. And uh, I'm taking a look up there, and they said they got a couple of girls here for the Chiefs cheering pretty hard. And it was my job to stifle that. No. So, uh, Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes, oh, look out behind you. Here's <laughs> the juice. Oh. The bills are loose. Welcome to Buffalo. Be careful, right? I'm going to be up there in the booth, uh, as you know. Let me just cut to the chase. Okay. I'm no. going to go ahead and hop up there to the suite. Uh, nobody needs to know how or why I get there. I'll just get there. I have a ride. Don't worry about it. I got people who drive. <laughs> so, I'm going to get up in there. I'm going to get in them suites. I'm going to introduce myself to Taylor Swift. And then I'm gonna uh, introduce myself to Brittany Mahomes, oh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the sweet red <laughs> with cheap stuff. Oh, I mean, oh, love, love. We've <laughs> got those bitches' heads off. Uh, uh, cheer too loud for the opposition in Buffalo, and you've pissed off the wrong legend. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So just uh, go Bills, and anybody who says opposite, uh, you can deal with me. <laughs> you don't want the dull edge of me. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, moving on to the bottom left square. It's Brady Secret Square. Give us a hint. All right, listen up, people. Oh, I'm 72 no. years old. I'm the lead singer of Kids. Oh, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> first and foremost, different. let me just get in here. Okay. <laughs> Gene Simmons from Kids. Hey, Gene. Hey, friend. <laughs> Friend. Just want to let you know that I'm not today's Secret Square. <laughs> Thank you so for clearing that we've up. Narrowed I'm the lead singer. It, I believe we've narrowed it down. <laughs> Thank you. To whatever the hell is going on over there. with <laughs> Listen up, people! That guy. Bad that I thought it was James Brown for a second. All right, moving on to the bottom middle square. Tony Soprano. You know, a lot of people wouldn't understand why I'm here. I'm here for a reason. Tell them, Brett. Tell them what I'm here for. It's Adriana's birthday. That's right, it's Come Adriana's on. birthday. And I never banged that bitch. I got blamed for it. I had to kill Christopher over this. We were just on a ride. I mean, it was a little tension. What are you going to do? <laughs> a little tension? It's a little tension. I didn't bang her. Big pussy. <laughs> what? No. That's not the reason. He, he banged her, right? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> just saying. I just want to let everybody know happy birthday to, to uh, my friend, Adriana. Who, who knows where she is, right? Right? Yeah. She's out there somewhere. She's sleeping. Yeah. yeah she, no, she's not sleeping. Come on. Sleeping. <laughs> so we understand each other. She's out there. She's just doing the thing. Okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah. She'll uh, probably have I'm a number. Brett, you should call her up if you know where she is. I don't know. She disappeared. She turned witness. <laughs> anyway, right. Wherever you are, Adriana, happy birthday. I'm sure she's still alive and celebrating. Of course she is. Of course she is. All right. I mean, Syl doesn't know where she is. No. Everything's okay. No right. more questions. Okay. Moving on to the bottom right square. Lord and Savior, Chip Reeve. Yeah. What's up, Chip? Hey. You gonna hang out with Falcon or Brady later? No. Why not? I think that question answers itself. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're the right. words hang out and with and Brady all in a row, you can eliminate me from the process. <laughs> okay. 
Have you seen the new KDKB promo video? I have. I love it. Think of it. Well, that guy was shoulders deep into that other man's anus. Did he get the tickets? I thought that was you in the video for a second. I like that we had to turn people away. (laughs) Normally, a promotion like that, you only get one taker. Your entire audience showed up. (laughs) They were excited. KTWK. What? That's the new call letters of KDKB. I don't like it. You're listening to the twink. Okay, I'm in. It's a deep dive weekend. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Elbows deep. Playing all the hits on the back of the album. Uh. Side B's, we call it. <laughs> Side B's. Ooh, yeah. These are all good ideas. <laughs> Get on with the game. All right, let's go. Who's on the phone? We have Justin and Tabitha on the line. Tabitha, oh. are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, right, good. Uh, Justin, are you there? Justin? I'm here. All right. Get oh, off your speakerphone. He's running. Come on, Justin. What are you, jogging around with a dog? Are you running from something? All right, Justin, get off your speakerphone. Tap at the staff. Tap at the girl. Pick a square. Okay, I'll go with uh, OJ. Middle or right or whatever. <laughs> oh, Tabitha, you must be blonde and scared. <laughs> are you blonde, uh, Tabitha? Are you a blonde woman? I'm uh, blonde, but I'm not scared. Well, you should be. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no blonde Jenner. woman. Well, there you go. Yep. That, I guess. Yeah. I guess we'll see what your threshold of fear is. Oh, <laughs> I can find out your levels of fear very quickly. Uh, where do you live I'll exactly? Where he gets me. No, that's not true. That's what the last on, one now. said. <laughs> last one got lippy, too. All right, the gloves are coming off. I guess. <laughs> Here, hold this one and you throw this one. All right. All right, let's get to your question. The Eiffel Tower's height fluctuates throughout the year. Eiffel Tower is a... Uh, it's height? Height fluctuates? How I don't be? think so. Now you shut your mouth, woman. The man is speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I answer and then you agree. Don't you have a man next to you helping with the rules? I thought that was why you... Okay. Doesn't the height of your women fluctuate a little, too? Oh, God. Don't say that. <laughs> See, I think Tabitha does have a guy there oh, just kind of sneaking around behind her. And I like that either. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take care of both of them. Okay. I will say the Eiffel Tower's height. You can't fluctuate. That would mean the earth is up and down. <laughs> Okay. Earth ain't making things longer. <laughs> Breathing. Sort of. Yeah, no, I, that don't make any sense. I'm going to have to go as said, uh, I'll tell you, the last Eiffel Tower I was in. Oh, God, <laughs> here no. we go. It was me, Marcus Allen, and that lady who gave birth to a couple Kardashians. <laughs> oh, my God. Neither of them were mine. <laughs> I'm just saying. You, uh, the big giant one. The big giant one looks like me, but it's not. I mean, uh, that one's face is like me with a wig. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, I put a wig on. I can make a million dollars on the internet just pretending to be that bitch. Be an influencer. (laughs) How's your ass? It's better than hers. (laughs) I'm not a minotaur. All right, I'll say that's false. There's no way that Eiffel Tower grows and shrinks every day. All right, Tabitha, he's saying false. Do you agree or disagree? I know a woman who got shorter by about nine inches in three minutes. Okay, say it again, Tabitha. I agree with him. That is incorrect. It is true. Attempts expanding can check the iron. Damn. What the? Circle gets a square. Ah, Justin, pick a square. Can't win them all. I'll take uh, I'll take Trump. Great choice, great choice. I don't have an STD, but thank you for thinking I might. I was just at my uh, mother-in-law's funeral. A lot of tail there. A lot of tail. I didn't. Slaying it. I didn't part. It wasn't the time. Wasn't the proper time. I've got to wait for my syphilis to cure. My hands are bleeding. My hands are covered in blood. Yeah, I know that. I'm done that. Yeah. I didn't have syphilis. My hands were covered in blood once. Yeah, OJ, let him use your gloves a little bit or something. Could I buy isotonus? Just a couple. <laughs> it's just fine. These don't fit my baby hands. 
way too big. Didn't kill her. <laughs> All right, freezing. Not syphilitic. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, freezing temps caused Big Ben's clock to stop in twenty. 20- in 2005. Ben, big Ben's got a big clock. He's Huge. got a big one. It's a big one. Big hand. You know what Brady will write down in a second? Is no. just, there we I'm go. looking forward to it. Yep. Big Ben was taken to the clock store. No. And he said, I need two hands and a face on this immediately. <laughs> Make it a new clock. Repair it, baby. <laughs> oh, Arnold needs to take notes from you. <laughs> He's just right, writing that down. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, please write it down. Actually, I, can, I don't have clear thoughts right now because of the syphilis. I'm going crazy. Like Hitler. A lot of people compare me to Hitler. A lot of people say he's like Hitler. I disagree. Oh, that's extreme. Other than, other than the syphilis. A lot of people say he's like a gangster, like Al Capone. Now I am. <laughs> Guy, and what all I hear is he's like a lot of guys who could get laid a lot. I never wrapped it up. Raw dog. I like to go raw dog. I like that more. I like raw dog and a broad. That's how you end up with spots on your hands. Yeah, I know. I told you, Tabitha, it's true. Spotty hands. That's what that means. You get spots in your hand. Oh, God. All right, your question again. Freezing temps caused by Big Ben's clock to stop in 2005. I don't know if Big Ben's (laughs) ever stopped. Who winds it? Who cares? Big Ben's clock has never stopped. I say that's that's probably false. It's never occurred. Okay, Justin, he's saying false. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, Trump's right. He's the man. I'm going to say that's false. That was not from ice. That is correct. That's exactly right. Did not happen. Excellent work. I got her. <laughs> that was me. I chopped her head off. I'm sorry. It sounded like a guillotine. <laughs> that would be like quicker work, but those are hard to carry around. Tabitha, you could take trip for the block. Sorry, I don't know what that means. I just got, I can barely hear. I'm sorry. <laughs> you could take a trip on the block, or I could just finish this myself. <laughs> yeah, so take trip for the block. That's yeah. I don't know why she can't hear. Something's broken. Yeah, maybe you could well. fix her trip. I don't know how to fix a woman. Well, maybe you could show her in that KDKB ooh, promo. Ooh, yeah, listen to KDKB. We'll fix that wagon. <laughs> Wagon? Yeah. What? Yeah. All right. Now on with it. Tabitha's okay. wasting her day. Okay. Regularly cleaned and maintained cars break down just as often, just as often as cars that aren't maintained. So not maintaining your vehicle, you have the same exact problems as someone who does. Incorrect. If I don't change my oil, my car stops. Eventually. <laughs> Typical broad question. <laughs> <laughs> no, you turn the radio up and hope the noise goes away. That's exactly yeah. how you do it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. A car cleaned and maintained is better than a car that's not. So you're saying? That it's, that it's, I don't know. False. <laughs> you're saying false. false. You're saying yeah. false. Okay. Yeah. Tabitha, he's saying false. Do you agree or disagree? I agree with him. That is correct. Exclusive square. Square wins. <laughs> a Mexican and a Porsche are a lot alike like that. Oh, God. Uh, if you don't maintain it, ugh. What? Oh. It's useless. I agree Then there. you must be really good with it's Mexicans. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're a lot of oil idea. in both. Yeah. <laughs> you. All right. Justin, pick a square. Next square wins. All right. Uh, uh, I'll take the secret square. Oh, oh it goes oh, for the kill. Join the Keith Army. Who is it? Yeah. Do you is it the juice? Paul Do you know who it is? Stanley. Paul Stanley is correct. <laughs> is it the juice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are screaming at him all the time. I heard you. <laughs> Sit down, juice. I'm like, why can't they stand up? The juice. 
Why does everybody hate the Jews when I, I hear it every day? <laughs> F you, Jews. <laughs> Jews didn't do nothing to you. Well, let's work in Hollywood. <laughs> probably fired you. All right, adios. He's the champ. The man wins. The girl is, uh, we'll get her something. We'll get her something real nice. There you go. That's enough of us. We came in. That was a fast week. That yeah, was a was. Zoomer. Let's work four days from now on. I got to go to uh, the Eagles with my dad tomorrow. And I told Brian Kellen in the hall, I said, I can't come to your show tomorrow. I'm going to see the Eagles. And he goes, oh, my, my wife is a huge Philly fan. She's, is she going? I'm like, the Philadelphia Eagles? No. Like, Then he made me picture Jalen Hurts singing Hotel California <laughs> and Jason Kelsey doing Desperado. I actually thought you were going to the Eagles club, you know, like. What's that? The, the Eagles, the men's club. There's a men's club called the Eagles? Right, isn't it the Eagles? I don't know. What are you looking the, at him for? The Elks, the Eagles. The, I know, the Middle Easterns like Falcons. Eagles. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. he researched it. I don't know what you're talking about, but Toledo evidently goes to a men's club, like a VFW for the strippers Legion. called yeah, the Eagles. The Fraternal right. Order of Eagles? Yeah, see? Why do you know that? They're in every city. It's a Montana city. thing. Not, yeah, it's a Montana thing. There's an yeah. Eagles club. You've looked here. for your dad in there. <laughs> I have. Every day. <laughs> Mr. Page? Okay, I'll try Long the next name. one. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, that's it. We're done. Uh, yeah, see you, Mo. See ya. You got anything going on? Nothing? <laughs> nah, just doing that just a, promo a, again. That, that, yeah. <laughs> again. Right, right. Box. There's one in AJ, one in Phoenix, well, yeah, but I don't nobody one in only, only elderly I weirdos yeah. know about it. What's he doing? <laughs> what is the Eagles Club? Eagles, like the Moose Lodge. Yeah, you like thought my lodge. dad. The Eagles Lodge. Yeah. You thought my dad flew in and we were going to go to a lodge. Yep. You don't know me. Ben's Bathhouse Lodge. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm flying in this weekend to take me to a VFW or an Eagles Lodge or something. <laughs> sure, there's nothing else to do in Phoenix than an Eagles Lodge and a trailer. Dope. All right, we're done. Don't knock uh, it till you try it. I'm not trying. <laughs> I, it's knocked and untried. Uh, that's it. And Trump may have syphilis, and that's kind of neat. <laughs> If you saw James Carvel yesterday on the news, did you see him? No. He ran to CNN and ran to the news. With that little Cajun voice. <laughs> All these doctors tell me are one thing. It's the only thing happen when your hands turn that color. When you get them dots on your hands. Cephalus. <laughs> Man's got to clap. <laughs> like that is that's how you're going to beat him. He ain't going to make it no election with them clap hands. Man's got the cephalus. I got to go. I got to go MSNBC spread this rumor. Just got a bigger lead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh dear. Look out. <laughs> Looks like I've been eating red M&M's all day. That's what it was. That's why just tons of red M&M's. Uh, that's it. We're done. Uh, we'll, uh, I guess Larry's coming up next. We're, uh, we're back on Monday. We haven't worked on Monday in a couple of oh, weeks. That's kind of we'll be back on Monday. We'll see you guys then. Have a lovely weekend. So long. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.